Hello, uh, Drycast streamers. Uh, if you're watching this in the future, please check the description for a link to the edited episode. Um, and yeah, I am not ready yet, but we're still going live because yeah, I'm playing Future. I'm playing the new Future album. I'm gonna get fucking copyright destroyed. Wait, are you playing it right now? Yeah, I'm playing it on the live stream. But I'm not, we're not recording yet. I'm gonna suture some stuff up real quick. Okay, that's fine. We're just practicing. Mainly, I've gotta get the glasses that hold my hair back. You just. Oh my gosh. God. That was cool. I like that one. This is the greatest thing I've ever gotten in my life. The soundboard is my art. And Seinfeld is my paintbrush. So apparently uh, the hairdo that I have right now looks like a man bun. Oh no. I know. Immediate and swift execution. Please relieve me. Did you link the live stream yet? I'm doing that right now. Jesus Christ. They'd be able to watch four instances of it. I don't know how many will crash from the computer. Not a lot. Oh man. Man bun? Question mark? <laughs> Look, I needed I needed to I don't know. I need I needed something. Oh my god. This is foul. Can you put it back to normal? Your hairstyle. Hang on, I'm gonna try to move the hairband up so it looks a little slightly less ridiculous, perhaps. That yeah. It's just gonna look more. You know what? Fuck it. I'll just, I'll just, I'll deal with the hair. I, I don't, I don't want a bun. Ignited as fuck, bro. Jeep Wrangler as fuck, bro. Oh my god, about Jeeps, okay. Yesterday, there was like this Jeep get together, this convention almost, at oh, this god. like sports bar down the road. And I was like, that's just foul. There's tons of old dudes. There's a, there's a fucking dude in a blue Jeep in my parking space today at my apartment complex I was smoking cigar and I just I wanted to burn him alive. You should have done it, dude. Who are you? And why why was he towing he was towing something. It had like something in the back, like attached to the vehicle and it was just it's probably like a bunch of sand or something. But Oh my god. So what were they all doing there at that sports? Bar? They're like they're like truck people. They're like the Chevy guys that like 
make the loud noises and have the same truck. All of them with no discernible features between them. Truck boys. <sighs> All right. So boring. All right. So, well, I'm, um, I thought I, I had another story on Uber, but I think I'm just going to give up because I already have a bunch of stuff in the notes. So I'm going to link those really quick. I have to end the future. Alright, I, I would say that we're ready. I'm gonna stop the future now. Cool! Obama in prison. Yeah, dude, he's in prison. Don't give up anything. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. I freaking hate everyone that says that word like that and means that. I hate them all. All right, I'm going to finish this coffee real quick. Yeah, I need to go get my tax forms. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm just going to call you Thomas Edison, if that's cool with you. That works. All right. So Thomas Edison up in the up in the trap with the Seinfeld samples. You know, I think with my hair, I'm currently going for uh, Corey from Friends. Wait, wait, wait! I have something for that. Uh oh, is it the Seinfeld thing? Because that would be perfect. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hell on earth! I'm in hell. I am actually in hell. I am in hell. Oh Subaru fleet sales. Okay, all right. I'm gonna wait. I said I'm gonna finish this coffee, so I'm gonna finish the coffee. I really just crashed my computer from playing a hundred oh copies of Seinfeld theme. Nice, epic. I like it. I think I might have put a little too much gin in my coffee. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of drinking coffee in the first place? It's called Iowan coffee, Colin P, and it's what sustains me. Iowa must be hell on earth. I always beautiful. This is corn and gin and coffee. <laughs> gin is good. Gin is good. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm going to start this shit after I burp in a vulgar manner. Man bun. Belch. I, I'm actually going to tell the man bun story. I'm going to write that on my petty chatter real quick. I've written Jimmy Bun. Hopefully that will help me remember my story. Christ uh, almighty. What? It said Christ almighty. Oh, yes. Yes. Jesus Lord. Okay, I'm going to do the thing now. Feel free. Good morning and welcome to episode 33 of DryCast. Today is July 17th, 2015, 2015. I'm so sorry. We are live from Studio Eat. And uh, before I begin, I want to be I want to remind you that this is an explicit podcast. We say things like shit. Oh, shit. And we use profanities like we use really bad profanities like like shit. That is, uh, that's my friend Thomas Edison there, uh, who's currently on the soundboard in Studio East. <laughs> my pussy pop Oh, God. This is just, this is really, this is really turning out awful already. Uh, so I've got Colin P. and, and Thomas Edison uh, in the studio today. I, have I missed anything? I don't think I've missed anything. Let's do Petty Chatter. Who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go last. 
Preferably. I can gather myself. Okay, Thomas Edison, you're up. Alright, um... Um... Same! I'm Corey. <laughs> I'm I'm Ross. I don't Ross know who that is. I just know who Corey is. Is Ross Hello. like the, the stick-looking man? Yeah. Aha! Obviously, hey, I know more about friends than I thought I did. Yeah, knowing your 90s sitcom. Uh, Petty Chatter. Um... I, I I got nothing. I'll be honest. I've I've been sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's all good. Um, oh, I was in El Salvador, which was just cool. I guess El Salvador. El Salvador. Let's and that's let's stick with American petty chatter uh, stuff, please. And then that's how I got <laughs> sick. Wow, wow, what a racist, David Blue, racist. Heard it here, folks. You know, hates those dirty Mexicans. Considering some of the stuff that is currently uh, under my name on the internet, you would not be the first person <laughs> to say that. Uh, and you would be right, probably. We're all a little racist. Da -da -da. Okay, so I'm going to go then, I guess. Um, you know, I wrote down Dirty Sprite 2 Futures album uh, on my Petty Chatter. I did pre-order that and got it today, and I've yet to listen to it all the way through. I was playing some of it, though, uh, for the live stream. Before we began recording, it's good. It's good. And that really doesn't fit in with Petty Chatter. I really should have saved that for culture, but I forgot to write it in the notes. So, yeah, the new album came out. It was leaked, apparently. I pre-ordered it, uh, and because I pre-ordered it, I now have uh, $8 left to last me exactly one week. So I probably won't be eating, but at least I'll have a future album. Um, secondly, I in my Petty Chatter, and I probably should have saved this for tech, except it's annoying and uh Windows 10. I don't know. Is it? Should I do it? No. All right. Yeah. That's kind of my. That's that's kind of the consensus that I've gotten I'm, so far. I I have not left seven, and I'm perfectly happy. Same. I mean, I have Windows 8 on, on my laptop that I haven't used in six months, but uh, yeah. I I don't know. Seven's all good for me. I use I lose my Windows Classic theme, and that's just that just won't do. Um. And finally, on my petty chatter. Uh, I have a story to tell. Yesterday, I went to one of my favorite local uh, places to eat, and uh, the waitress was crying, um, and I was like, hmm, that's odd. Uh, you know, I, I, I asked her, are you okay? And she said no, which, I mean, I probably could have gathered that because she was crying. And then I looked to the corner of the establishment, and I saw a group of friends, all with some very, very atrocious hair. Um, now, I know that I'm not necessarily in, in, in a position to speak on atrocious hair at the moment but this was bad let me just say and one of them had a man bun and he spent the entirety of the time that i was at this establishment which was approximately 30 minutes complaining about how jimmy johns repeatedly puts in undesirably high undesirably great amount of mayonnaise on his sandwiches and yet he continues to buy them and he managed to complain continuously about that for 30 30 straight minutes um and then that same day someone was like dude you should get a man bun and um well you know it's man bun mayonnaise day today thank god for that so that's that's my petty chatter um yeah all right colin p have you found yourself gathered yeah um i was gonna there's a few things i suppose i'm legally obliged to hype the new Viptronic album because that's going to be coming out soon. I just finished another track to put on there today, so if you really don't like my music, there's going to be two tracks on the new album, so you'll have to skip over those or endure it to the best of your ability. But then, um, I guess I'm going to be moving soon. That's pretty exciting. Moving down here. Moving down there. The B? 
David himself, so I'm going to become like just just like absolved or absorbed rather into the media conglomerate. And <laughs> You're, uh, we're working up the, the paperwork. You're going to become an official employee of Drywall Media. We're gonna have a payroll, and we're gonna get audited, and like the yeah, DEA is gonna my, bust us. Like I'm so excited about the auditing thing. Like, <laughs> like I seriously, TurboTax on lock. That's all I have to say. 100 emoji as we like the IRS detains us. But <laughs> um, uh, I guess I should say, oh, I went to my favorite Thai place today. That's it. <laughs> I nice. ate food today. Yeah. We're all in the eating game. Oh, I'm legally obliged uh, to plug uh, Tris or Discarded, who's been on this podcast before, has an album coming. And I think I'm on it. I don't know if our song made the cut, but I may be on it. If I'm not, get it anyway, because it's going to be dope. You have to make the cut. Well, like, I, 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 I have, like, a list of, like, 30 songs that w- that she was uh, choosing from, and one, my song was on there. The song we did together was on there, but I, don't, I haven't talked to her in a while, and I don't know if our my song uh-huh. was on it. I was going to say, like, I don't know. To me, it seems like if you've got to, like, impress somebody to be on a thing, that's not worth it. Mostly because yeah. I make shit garbage, but um. I think it's just she's gonna put it anything we don't put she doesn't put on the album, uh, probably on the mixtape and release that for free, and then the album will be for actual money, I believe. Hundred. Yeah, I was thinking about trying to get discarded back, but I think she's left Twitter again. Yeah, she she does that when uh, she needs the focus, because uh, she tweets like crazy. So when she gets <laughs> in serious music mode, she del- like uh, deactivates her Twitter. And goes crazy, and then comes back with like something insane. Like the last song I heard from her is like it's not even like it's it's really it's insane. I'll say that. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good that's a good life tactic actually. Really deactivate your Twitter account when you're feeling productive. I probably should do that. You know, it's, Twitter is my only solace left in life, um, as is media in general. So on that note, let's move on to news. Uh, and we got some stuff in the news this week. First. See, I saw this headline, Japan moves to allow military combat for the first time in 70 years. And I would always assume, incorrectly apparently, apparently I don't know my history, that um, Japan was restricted from having a military by the United States by the accord that they created. But it was actually a self-imposed constitutional thing, a a constitutional dedication to peace. Um, So... Right now, they're they're kind of th- they're thinking about uh, there's legislation to increase their military capability uh, because of the, because of China and because China is increasingly militarized um, and the U.S. is like yeah go for it dude go please and uh, I was just thinking you know I wonder what the new Japanese military will look like I kind of wish I had Shinji in the in the podcast today uh, to to speculate on what the new post World War II Rising Sun will look like on... Probably gonna have guns. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably... Yeah. Yeah. Guns are an important component of a military, I think. I think you could say that safely. But yeah, um, let me see. I think I did write down something more on that, didn't I? Nope. Not really. Okay. Um, And I wanted to talk about... So Dylan Roof is still in the news. I guess that makes sense. Wait, who is that again? That's the guy that shot up the killer. church. And, yes, uh, okay. I'm going to dig out the paper here real quick. Give me just a second. The paper? Yes. Uh, not the money. No, I understand. But 
Well, okay, oh. so I would read the New York Times on the uh, from the New York Times website, except that involves using one of my 10 free article reading things for this month, and it also involves quieting a bunch of advertisements that are embedded, embedded, and I don't particularly feel like doing that. I don't blame you, I guess. Don't you have ad block? We, we had this discussion last episode. I know that BMW finds it very funny that I don't have ad block. I love advertising, so I don't have ad blocker now. Okay, so you're a masochist? Okay, Colin P., I want to go into media, so the answer is yes. It is a given. Yeah, well, people who, um, people who are, yeah, I can't think. Always. But, um. Okay, please excuse me. I'm, I, I'm having a conflict with this paper. Uh, give me just a second. Feel this would be a good time to play uh, Seinfeld. Somebody wants yeah, to tell me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Excellent. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So I've got the. I've got the- that's a, that's a, that is a perfect uh, um, introduction to our Dylan Roof discussion. So I wanted to, mainly, I mean, you don't need to get your roof news from Drycast, but I did want to point out on this well-known left paper, the New York Times, how embarrassing the narrative that they've constructed around this killer is. I just want to begin this, because this is sort of a, this is hidden in the back in the national news section, but it's got a big old photo of Dylan Roof from the side, looking all contemplative, you know, all all uh, sullen in his prison uniform with this fucking bowl cut. Really got, I'm glad that uh, I got rid of my bowl cut. And if Dylan Roof had any positive function, perhaps he has ended the bowl cut forever. Anyway, I'm just going to read from this uh, from this article here. The young man ac- accused of the terrible crime was a bug-eyed boy with a bowl haircut who came from a broken home and attended at least seven schools in nine years. Many afternoons, he would sit silently on the curb in front of his roomy yard and, when he tired of it, moved to a different curb. He helped neighbors with their yard work, but they still found him strange. And I know this is a really, uh, I don't know, perhaps overstressed point at this point in your lives, assuming your audience is probably progressive and young. Uh, but imagine if he had been black, <laughs> like what that would have said. Like this whole piece is basically like, oh, he's so, oh, he has such a heart. He's had such a sad life. Um, and it, literally like the words middle class and, and it just, it's almost like, wow, I can't believe this white middle class dude would kill. <laughs> like, you know, that's basically the, and I was just very, like, if this had been in the Wall Street Journal, I wouldn't have batted an eye. But the language that's being used is very, um, very silly. Very silly. And I'll, uh, I'll link this in the show notes, of course, so if you would like to embarrass yourself more by reading this article, then uh, you'll be able to. I don't, I don't like the whole attempts of, like... I don't know, to relate to the kid. It seems like media will do this thing where they'll, like, tell us about his history and stuff like that matters. Like, the fact he was raised in a crappy home negates the fact he just, like, murdered a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm just picturing his his bottom going from curb to curb in a sort of uh, inhuman hopping motion, uh, and then we're all crying as that happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be okay if it was, like, the victims about their life, but, like, this kid... And the fact he has a bowl cut, like, that's, that's another thing. They should have yeah, known. put him in the chair. Like, <laughs> he's got, he's, with that cut, just put him in the fucking chair. 
Cop, cops should just stand out of haircut places, and if they come out with, like, a bow cut or a mullet, you just know to start shooting. Oh my god, if they come out of the mullet, <laughs> they're, like, they're detained immediately. SWAT is picketed outside the local sports clips, waiting for anyone who emerges with a bull cut. Meet with deadly force. That is the you, order. You could commit suicide by cop by just going and get a shitty haircut. Yeah. Now, see, that's the kind of world that I want to live in. And that being said, I mean, I had a bowl cut. If you want to see my bowl cut, uh, drywall music, the YouTube channel, search honk episode three. You can watch me yell about the Chevrolet cruise in a bowl cut. I'm pretty sure that I, that I freaking promoted that episode last episode of Drycast. Hey, when was the Evo review going to come out, you cunt? I am working on it. Uh, currently, I am uh, under, though though I hopefully haven't indicated it, I'm currently under more stress than I ever have been in my life. So, Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I'm I'm a bit uh, a bit on edge, but uh, I have been working, I have been writing, and I have written what I have written of my written review of the Evo is is the best the best word composition that I've uh, drum drummed up uh, in six months probably. So that's good. I mean, it's coming. Um, I my hope is to release both the written review and the video review at the same time. But you know, I'm kind of a obsessive about that, so uh, we'll see. We'll see when that happens. And I had this this uh, story about highway funding, and I don't particularly want to go into that right now. Obama is in prison, and that's oh man, you know I oof. good riddance. That was my impression of the bull cut kid who killed all those people. Is he really in prison? What did he do? Uh, well, oh, he's I see now. Yeah, I had to <laughs> I had to fight with my paper again. Sorry. This um, is uh unfortunate you know the really the only thing to note about that so so barack obama uh visited a federal prison and went into a cell uh and the thing that i really wanted to note about this or what makes it significant is that no other person in the office like while they were a sitting president has ever visited a prison apparently so um and he's he's obama's um pushing and it's actually a bipartisan thing at this point uh an effort to better the lives of prisoners which no take that money and put it toward the fucking roads Here's what needs to happen. Uh, execution. We, okay. Anyone that's ever been locked up for uh, a crime related to drugs is released and um, given a government job. Um, all African-American prisoners that are not detained uh, for, oh, yeah, you, you know what, just release all African-American prisoners. There we go. And kill the rest. And we would save so much money. Um, yeah. Or privatize all the prisons. And look the other way so that they can kill them. Uh, and that's what really needs to happen. Uh, that's what's been happening for like the last, I don't know, two decades. Yeah, but it needs to happen quicker because right now we're, you know, it's all modern stuff. We just need to, we need to get rid of prisons, essentially. We need to get rid of all prisoners. I think we just need an Asian president and then all our problems will be fixed. Yeah, but what if it's an Asian president that's like delusional and has like national socialist tendencies? Well, well, we'll never be bored, so there's that. There you go. And yeah, that's, you know what, I would welcome, uh, yeah, I kind of want Hillary Clinton to get elected just because she's like Claire Underwood, except, well, actually, she's more like Frank Underwood. I, I, I said, I want Donald Trump to be the first ironic president. Let's not. Yeah. How about that? I mean, I'm pretty, you know, I'm about as far right as it gets, and Donald Trump's not a good idea. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. That's what I'm saying. Like you have an ironic president, and the uh, vice president is Macintosh Plus, and we uh. start serving Fiji water and iced tea. 
And Young Ling does foreign affairs. Cool, let's have a bunch of... That would be intriguing, to be honest. That's, that's the best idea I've heard about uh, the United States government system in years. I just discovered what sad boys are, so... Congratulations. I'm not sure if I know what that is, other than a group of males who are uh, more than usually uh, experiencing a depressed mood. It's basically a bunch of white people, like, rapping Tyler the Crater songs, like those type of sad rap things, except it's a bunch Ooh. of white dudes from Sweden. Well, the Swedish thing does make it slightly more intriguing. However, I'm done with that because I am, uh, good lord, I'm nearly 22 years old, and Tyler the Creator is is uh, very far in my past. So, uh, since Jeremy Clarkson was fired, the BBC is now fucking screwed, and, um... I just, I want to give a statistic here. So, uh, in the viewing area of the BBC, which I believe includes the entirety of the UK, um, an annual payment of $227.50 is required, is taxed, stolen, from, quote, nearly every household that owns a color television or that can watch television in real time, end quote. I'd say no. I mean, you know, really, like, I don't, I don't actually think the BBC is all that bad of an idea, I guess. Uh, if you accept government, uh, and the system that's currently in place, if you, if that's how you want to live, then this kind of thing is, is really not all that bad of an idea. But there, uh, there's a conservative push right now to significantly shrink the BBC, shrink their operating costs. And if I remember correctly, this happened in like 2007 and they, temporarily moved out of their headquarters and they're like oh we're gonna downsize you know and then they just moved right back in so i just you know because of the whole jeremy clarkson thing i am obligated to punch anyone from the bbc in the face if i ever met them but i won't uh so yeah that's not particularly relevant to anyone here i don't think i okay let me just this next one we're going we're moving on to culture now it's technically news but i'm i put it under culture because here's some words for you uber american dream hillary clinton Jeb Bush. This piece that I have not read in its entirety is about the presidential race for 2016 and how Uber is involved. <laughs> so, you know, Rand You're so fucking out of the loop. Rand well, at least Paul. I am. Rand Paul is, you know, like, damn, Uber's good. It's a BMW. Rand Paul and Uber is what we're talking what about, up? BMW. <laughs> See that? I think that that is time. When you hear Rand Paul and Uber, it's time to just leave. Like I would just, I would just white leave. noise. Do 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 do. Okay, slap bass, Mr. Edison. I need slap bass. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> oh no! It's building! Oh no! Oh no! Oh good god in heaven! It just. I forgot I left my mic on to continue to speak. Just building slap bass just into a rumble. Oh man. Live on Drycast. The do 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 boo 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 boo. Alright, so um 
Yeah. I mean, is there anything else to say? You know, like Jeb Bush in an Uber car. Uh, you know, I want to see. I, I wish that this photo for this article had been like Rand Paul in the back of a 2007 uh, uh, PT Cruiser, Uber PT Cruiser that's uh, flying. It has just left the edge of the Grand Canyon. It's flying down into the ravine. And we all wave by, wave goodbye to Mr. Rand. Okay, so that was, I mean, does anyone have anything to say on, on Uber and Rand Paul and Jeb Bush? Uber scares me. Uber Mustache is, car. Yeah, it's, Uber is, is uh, the future of, of uh, everywhere but the established taxi-driven metropolises like New York. What if you had a bus and you like signed up to be an Uber driver? I don't think that they would, I mean, they might consider adding you, but I know the process right now requires a, it's a fairly, I don't want to say narrow window of what kind of car you can have, but it has to be made after 2005 and like buying a bus after that's been made after 2005, that's going to be expensive. What if you have an M5 and you delivered stuff for Uber? I mean, as long as it's an M5 made after 2005, you know, I guess, uh, an M5 with a mustache drives towards you it's trying to pick you up and then, yeah, then you run you away you can't see anything from the window tint yeah then you just start running the other direction as quickly as possible that's uh the dry cast top tip for that sort of that situation if you find yourself being chased by a mustached bmw m5 with tinted windows after you've requested an uber pickup uh you need to you need to run <laughs> as quickly as your little feet can carry you um so I'm trying to get through our news because we've got a, a, an array of interesting people in here, and I'd rather not talk about this stuff, to be honest. I'm getting kind of tired of talking about news, but I, I'm, I'm almost done with this stuff. Okay, so uh, science and tech, first one. Um, it's been all over the, good God, I almost said something like cyberweb or something, something that Will, Will Wheaton would say, but um, somebody did this test, uh, with this little robot that I wasn't aware. I, I didn't know this thing existed, but apparently they're commercially available. Available. Um, let me just read this quote. Uh, I'm quoting from Quartz here. Quote, the test, which is a bit complicated, works like this. Unpronounceable name programmed three robots to think that two of them had been given a special dumbing pill that would not allow them to speak. Their task was to identify which robots received the pill. When the robot on the right tried to speak, it heard its voice and its, and its voice alone. That's when it waved its hand and said, I know now I was able to prove that I was not given a dumbing pill. And as far as we know, this is, I, I don't know, is this the first example of self-awareness? <laughs> in ai i know i mean kind of if, if you set up a test to force a pre-programmed artificial uh intelligence system to identify itself i i don't i'm not sure if i'd call that self-awareness um but i just you know my thing with ai i had to talk about this because everybody was freaking out about it i think it had like, partially because i don't know if the they're not that cute i mean they are i guess but they could be cuter. I think that's they people are just freaking about out about this because they're cute, you know. Which AI is cute. Get on the fucking wagon. Get on the train. Chugga chugga. Apocalypse happening. So, uh, wow, this is incredibly boring. But according to PC Magazine and Gadget, all your number one uh, tech sources, the rate of email spam has dropped fifty percent. It is dipped below 50%. I'm sorry. Cool. And for the first time in 12 years, according to PC Mag. So, 
Okay. Yep. And then let's go to the real news. Future Dirty Sprite Two dropped today. I already talked about that actually, but yes, let's. Okay, I wasn't here. Let me finish with the Pluto thing, and then we. Ha- I mean, we, yeah, we could talk about Dirty Sprite because it's it's relevant. Pluto is a dumb fucking asshole. Yeah, like I. Well, my first thing was gonna like you tweeted Pluto looks like an asshole, and to explain the context behind why that was so funny, um, I can't. That would require some pretty dull explanation. But essentially, I was at work when I saw that tweet, and I. I was out of work for about 15 minutes laughing at that. Um, and I showed that tweet to everybody because, yeah. Like, it, you see one headline, we're receiving the first high-resolution pictures of Pluto, and then the next one is Colin P. saying, Pluto looks like an asshole. <laughs> it's just, you know, I couldn't I couldn't help it. But, yeah. So we've seen some uh, photos of Pluto now. They There are some mountains on Pluto that they didn't know were there, and scientists are confused. And if you listen to public radio, you could hear an Indian scientist uh, saying that he was confused about the mountains and saying, so that was something that they, of course, had to throw in. This Indian man doesn't know why this scientific event Scientists surprised when a planet we haven't been to with a satellite has images revealed of it. <laughs> NASA scientists, quote, Holy shit! Is that a picture of Pluto? Yep. Okay, so Pluto happened. All right, let's. Okay, say whatever you need to Neil say. Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> unleashing a blood curdling scream. <laughs> That's that has never been said before. I would love a sound clip of Neil deGrasse Tyson screaming. Um, that would probably be even. That would definitely be better than the colossal <laughs> torrent of <laughs> Seinfeld themes. Wait, 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 I have that, I have that. Oh, shit, well, fuck, do it. It's my pussy I pie! Pie! Oh, my God. Oh, I, I just want to, like, get a, like, clip of Neil de, de whatever Tyson, like, screeching, and then, like, re-upload Cosmos on YouTube, but instead of any audio... <laughs> <laughs> just extremely high-res photos of... Far, of distant galaxies, Hubble photos, and then the background is just a man screaming. Screaming in, like, Vietnamese subs. <laughs> that would be terrifying, especially to those uh, basic bitches that, like, watch, that get high and then watch Cosmos on Netflix, like, whoa, except instead of being whoa, it would be like, oh my, it'd be, it would be blood curled like a scream of terror <laughs> like you'd ruin their lives you'd ruin the entire you'd ruin the entire collegiate <laughs> landscape with that if you if you hacked netflix and put that in there speaking of we need to like come up with a new netflix that just alternates between episodes of cosmos and bob's burgers and then it plays a documentary once every hour we can call it basic bitch television it's just like when you log into netflix you just push this big button that says watch and that's what it plays. <laughs> Just as basic. Yeah, basic, basic like, folk here. I watched it. Okay, time for Dirty Sprite Two uh, talk. What if you put Bob's Burger over Cosmos? Carl Sagan would come back, and he would have a bone to pick with you. I think. I so Carl Sagan's Cosmos is not on uh, Netflix. I think it's. Our, I think it's our good friend Neil redid the show or something. Why? What, what's the? What's the? Why? What's new? I don't know. I don't know. All right, so Dirty Sprite 2. I haven't listened to the whole thing, so I'm not qualified to, to speak on this. I've listened to it all the way through twice today in my car, and uh, it's, it's about what you'd expect. If you've heard uh, his last three mixtapes, it's basically that, better produced. Is it, and, uh, 
If you bought the deluxe, it has like three songs from the mixtapes. Is it some... What? Wait, no. Is is his album some... 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 Real trap shit! Uh, yeah, well... (laughs) See, the thing is, like, I think that Future has genuinely transcended that audio clip. Like, Future is... I, I, you know, I've only true been, to his name. Yes, right? he really is. I've only been I've never familiar. listened to Future. You should immediately. Uh, I've never. I've only been familiar uh, with Future for really like a matter of weeks. But I'm pretty. I'm pretty hooked, especially after the. Um, I can't think of blow a bag video. I mean, White Wraith, his entire outfit. Just yeah, I'm a believer in the future. I really like Future because even though he raps about really materialistic and boring stuff that's been done millions of times over by other Dirty South artists, he sounds honest and, you know, he, like, puts a lot into his songwriting and he gets really good beats. It it sounds like you're actually, like, doing codeine when you're listening to Future. Yeah, it's... Look up some comments. Pretty amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, are we done? Are we done with, with future? Is the future over? No. No, I've been walking over. around humming. Fucking around with me, you trying to dodge bullets. Whew. Serve a pack of chickens and a dodge hemi for like a week. It's a problem. Yeah, I all I could say is that I'm a believer. Um I guess I could I should have mentioned this in my petty chatter segment. For the first time, uh I worked four shifts at my job without sleeping and i'll be honest now on on the night after the third shift um i was feeling pretty down but i got in my jag and i put on move that dope and turn it up really really loud and i just felt great after that like future kept me going for four shifts without sleep i'm proud of that it's horrifying no it's it's beautiful um okay so let me let's do car really quick I, actually, before we do car, I just want to comment that our our good friend Thomas Edison in the studio. This is what Thomas Edison is in 2015. We've we've that's, this is what Thomas Edison is in 2015. We brought him back, and um, this is what our culture has done to him. So Thomas I Edison started, came back. To and, be fair, I think Thomas Edison would have loved air horns. Listen, I I came back from the past. Uh, I was introduced to vaporwave and. <laughs> Uh, ocean grunge, and this is what happens. <laughs> Thomas Edison is is introduced to ocean grunge, and then the Friends theme playing in two hundred instances. Thomas Edison going up to uh, Nikolai Tesla with the air horn sample from a um, Trapaholics uh, soundboard on his iPhone. Yeah, unreal. Thomas Edison going real trap shit to Mr. Tesla. Okay, I'm gonna begin car with mentioning this video that Colin P just linked. <laughs> Using the, which was created using Windows Movie Maker. Um, wow. Wow. I'm going to link it in my Twitter for those of you watching the live stream, which I think there actually are people watching the live stream right now. They're so close to this car when it whips Maybe. around. I just like imagine somebody being clobbered by the end of this vehicle. That's kind of, the, that's kind of the point of having an M5 is clobbering. It's just clobbering all day. Um, okay. So in car, this is, ugh. So you can now download faster speeds on the Tesla Model S. For really? Ten, for $10,000, you can buy the, quote, uh, it's, it's the ludicrous mode upgrade, which will give you 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. Don't do that. If you own a, if you own a Model S, unless you just really want to get rid of $10,000, um, don't do that. That's just, ugh. Um, live feedback from, from Nina there saying, what a car. 
to the M5. Thank you, Nina. Uh, uh, I didn't bother to brush up on this next one, but I'm going to link it definitely this publication's examination of why there are so few women in the automotive industry. We talked about this a few episodes ago, sort of. Um, but uh, Mary Barra heading C- uh, uh, General Motors but is apparently going to be the first female CEO of GM, or would be if she ends up getting the thing. Uh, and also the first female CEO of any major global automaker. Cool. Hillary Clinton, Mary Barra, let's do this shit. Let's cut some dicks off. So, this video of M5 launch and drifting is so funny. Yeah. It's... M5 does donuts in a really shitty road. Pull the e brake. Crashing noise. Yeah. Yep. So the last episode of Top Gear was released. It's actually the combination of two episodes that were filmed, and it is just, oh, it's sad. It is so sad to watch because there's no audience. It's just Richard Hammond and James May talking about, like, when they said goodbye, I, I just, like, burst into tears at the end. because They're just like, well, bye, I guess. And then there was no extra music. It was just the credits. Um, I guess I shouldn't be upset about that, but it, it was kind of sad. But uh, there are details... Coming out about the new deal, the new show is going to be called Clarkson, Hammond, and May. They should have released a funny clip on YouTube with them deciding whose name would come first. <laughs> quirk, 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 quirky old men, quirky old white men, driving cars in leather jackets. Chris Evans crashed his Ferrari and is dead, so we won't be seeing that. Uh, you go, you'll see a photo of, of his death in the article that I've linked. Um, they're coming back. They're getting deals. Netflix. Everybody. They're coming back. It won't be called Top Gear. Is the Stig? Is the Stig gonna be in the new show? I hope that they 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 won't have a track anymore. So uh, Jeremy Clarkson tweeted, uh, "Going around for the test track for the last time. I was there. I was awake when he tweeted that, and um, he asked which car he should take. I said the Liana, but of course it's gonna get lost in a, a flurry of." Twitter responses. <laughs> I don't actually respond to those things expecting to be replied to, by the way. I just hope everyone knows that. I'm not that naive. Okay, let's see what fuck everything is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's more autonomous car stuff. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, I have seen in every single newspaper, magazine, and news- newspaper and magazine that I've bought in the past uh, months, the past few months, there's been something about autonomous cars, and it's getting really, really tiring. Because the reality is there's just a lot more stuff happening in the news um, than uh, than the autonomous cars. Uh, there's Zcon is happening. Today is the last day. <laughs> Tomorrow's the last day. Is it for the Nissan 350Z? It's for all Z cars, and it's in Memphis. Celebrate the birth of the Z in the birthplace of rock and roll. Bob, bob, bob. This would be a really good time for a sound clip, Mr. Edison. Dang. Now talk like a chicken. What? A chicken? No! <laughs> dear, oh dear. Now that was hentai for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you needed a that was not that. a Nissan. Well, I mean, I guess hentai and Z cars are uh, closely intertwined culturally. So, A 350C moved into my neighborhood. I want to wreck it. Actually, I want to drive that car. I literally like the Nissan 350Z. I want to drive it to start me up. Start me up. Da na 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 na. Bum bum bum. Let's go. Beat the car up. Come over there and do vandalism. 
Yeah, I, so... Colin, um, you're going to be able to help me out and help destroy this car. Get the baseball bat. We're going to slash all the tires. <laughs> well, um, our friend Thomas Edison is currently pooping. Uh, I was thinking about possibly taking a future break and playing a future for the live stream extremely loudly uh, for a few minutes. If you guys would like to take a break. Okay, it's my pussy pop! This is the... The cut-off Vine uh, sample is just about as good as it gets. All right, we're going to take a future break. That's pretty amazing. That's a pretty amazing statement there. Um, yeah, I'm going to get copyright. in heaven. How about the baseball game? Uh, it was a good one. Uh, okay, I'm taking... I'm officially It was a good one. I'll be back in, let's say, seven minutes. Having a tailgating party back around... And I woke up for the night, fucking
It's red bottoms when you walk to me You gon' make me blow the racks on you, baby Not True, but Yeah, and I mean, I know that, but most of the time when you're doing electronic music, it never drops below, like, a I wanna hear all that, I wanna hear none of that Cause that's, like, too slow, you know, like, hip-hop is usually around 89 to 100, but, like, electronic music is usually, like, 100 Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas one feet, Where your ass was at, dog, with bitches then eat, Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas try to run off, Where your ass at, dog, you made me put this gun out, Where your ass was at, dog, you went and switched sides, Where your ass was at, dog, with niggas I'm so glad this five year old white kid whitewashed Juicy so I can listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> this little right. poopy is gonna shoot We're him. Back. I'm back. We're back. Maybe hey, back. What should we call this uh this segment where we it's after all the uh scheduled stories and we just you call it we ran out of ideas. You could just call it fuck. The Beatles four. <sighs> This is the sound of true weariness, Colin. I don't know if you recognize it, but that is weariness in my bones. Deep sound. Hey, hey, David. David, know what? Yeah. 
It's all good, baby, baby. Oh. Oh man. Good old Maddie. What's the matter, Gramps? You can't keep up with us. What's the matter, Gramps? I'm glad I can listen to this car in my minivan while I'm taking my kids to school. Oh. I don't want them to hear songs about selling drugs to get by. It's all good, baby, baby. And I bought an Odyssey. <laughs> You'll grow up to fetishize. <laughs> my favorite drinking game is to take a shot every time Maddie B replaces the word nigga with another word. Yeah, that's really that's actually not a bad one to be honest. I you know Toyota did something that I wanted to, I wanted to talk about. Um, did I talk about that last episode? I think I might have. I'm literally gonna have to check last episode's show notes. I think there's a bell ringing outside. Oh dear. You live like near a church, dude. I wish. Yeah, I do. I live in Italy. Oh damn. Uh. Hey Brent, is there a pharmacy nearby? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah dude. Oh okay. yeah. Good. That's what my mom wanted. That I she wanted to know. Yeah, there's like a bunch. Can you can get your scripts anywhere? I gotta get them, otherwise I'll die. My heart nitrates in like a barrel of Xanax. That'd be funny. I actually know it'd kill someone. Um, like an entire barrel of liquid Xanax, like no additives or anything, just pure Xanax. That'd be horrifying. Like imagine that. Would you, you would like? Road crack the barrel and you'd get high <laughs> that, that's like actually scary because like just the just the thought like um if you found like an old bottle of medication usually it gets really powdery if you just open that and like accidentally huff i don't know a few milligrams of something you don't really necessarily want in your body i'm sure that's not how medication works but definitely not you know like, they make like pure hydrocodone syrup and i think that's like the most dangerous thing you could possibly buy it's just like a bottle of liquid opium. Oh my god, I was I was looking at some a certain image board and there's a guy who posted a picture of him having like hydromorphone vials, like ones you would get like in a, in the back of an ambulance. And um I just can't think of a more scary amount of a substance that you could possibly have in any kind of it's like the most official and scary. Like I mean a stronger drug is fentanyl, but like that comes in a box usually, and it's not as intimidating. But you've got like a glass vial of like military stamped hydromorphone. Like, whoa, my god! It's like shoot elephants at that, and they pass out. Fucking hell! Got to take down the massive endangered species that is Colin P. <laughs> Colin P. Poaching. There we go. Please, <laughs> Colin, we're gonna go mudding. Oh, oh shit! A week from now, Colin and I are gonna go mudding. Oh my oh god. god. Barbecue. <laughs> We're gonna eat barbecue right next to all the signs in Missouri that are like the uh, anti-abortion signs. You're gonna see a lot of those. Oh no, really? Dude, we should <laughs> we should actually like hang out. We should climb one of those signs and just chill out up there. Have a little oh. party. Like right now. I didn't give the- girls abortions on them. Oh. Wow. Now see, I would rather not, to be honest. I, I just if there was money involved, I you know, if but I, I, really, I don't think I would be. I don't think I'd be okay with that ethically. I think I would prefer to send um, a prospective patient to someone who is qualified to make an abortion. Because frankly, in the modern world, I mean, it really, it, it'd just be a little bit safer now. If you came to me with twenty five thousand dollars in cash, I'd probably, uh, I'd probably at least make an attempt. But it might involve diesel fuel. If I see female genitalia, I'll die immediately. Yeah, we got it. That's a good. That's a good point. We do have to be careful because Colin please got that. Uh, that issue. I'm excited though because I want to spray paint at the bottom of the place. 
My mom said I should have a You're lot of You're gonna be a punk. I'm gonna be a punk, and... I don't know, living in a confederate border state is a pretty exciting thing. We ain't no border state. We are the rebels. You're like on the edge, so I just... No, I, I, again, we, yes, we are. And, um, historically, there is a, Missouri is an interesting place because there's, there are folks that, um, have a more southern, but still not genuinely southern, southern accent. Like a very Midwestern accent. And then there are folks that just have the accent that I have. And, but, uh, you know, there's Confederate flags that are flown. Um, and then there are, you know, I don't know, what's the opposite of a Confederate flag? A, a sticker for an, a hippie non, not-for-profit bookshop <laughs> in a abandoned bar, you know. Sometimes next to each other. Sometimes you'll find rebel hippies. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's an interesting place. It really is. Corvettes. I saw so many Corvettes today. I live down the street from a Corvette dealer. Like a, like a dedicated Corvette soul. dealer? I mean, it's, I guess only in Michigan. It has the word Corvette. In the t- I can't, I, I like glance at it, but that there's actually, tons of them in the parking lot. I actually wanted to talk about a Corvette this week that I forgot. There's no Corvette worth talking about. I've driven all of them. A dream car, dude, get a red Corvette and immediately die. And develop type did, 2 diabetes. Did you see that picture? Did you see the picture Elsie posted? Oh, no. Which one? Oh, damn it. He posted this picture of, like, a dog, and there's, like, this old man dying, and, like, the dog has its paw over the old man's, like, face, and there's just, like, oh. a picture of, like, a Corvette in his dreams. <laughs> I've seen that picture, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, the longtime Corvette tuning company, Callaway, uh, has just released their SC627, which is the, um... It's a, it's sort of an alternative to the Z06, the C7 Z06. Uh, the interesting thing is that it's priced, at least this car that Automobile Magazine tested, um, it's priced way above the Z06 and yet does not have the suspension upgrades that the Z06 has. What it does have, and I forgot to outline these things, uh, it has a sunshine roof. It's a lot less douchey looking than this, than the Z06. Um, this particular car has some pretty cool wheels, but they put a more modern supercharger on the, uh, it, basically it's a totally different car than the Z06, at least according to our good friend, Arthur St. Uh, Antoine, 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 and yeah, that uh, good friend Arthur uh, has deemed this Callaway Corvette relevant and a different experience from the either the regular C7 or the Z06. So, but if you have ninety thousand dollars to spend, don't don't buy a Corvette. <laughs> don't it doesn't matter what Corvette it is. Just don't buy a Corvette. Uh, especially don't buy a C7. Buy buy an old. Uh, uh zl1 buy a c6 zl1 buy a c5 like, like just get in a car that that is not good get in a corvette that's not good because that's what makes the corvette charming is that it's awful which is why the c7 is irrelevant and should go away or you could be cool like papa edison and get a range rover uh i wanted to quote future there but i don't remember the ah damn do you actually do have, a range? Do you have a range no rover? basic mr edison do you drive a range rover I indeed do. Uh, like an actual rain, like a Range Rover, the Range Range Rover. Yeah. Interesting. What year? Tell me. Is it a sport? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I paid thirty five hundred for it, and it says the word Range Rover on the side. So you know, like, I feel like that might be like a Ford Explorer that someone put a Range Rover badge on. It could be. Oh, 
No, no, I'm. So, I totally just peaked. No, I'm sorry. It's a Land Rover, not Range. Okay. Land. Is it a? Is it a Land Rover? Um, fuck. It's not a Discovery, is it? It's the one where the bat. The bat. I'm ter- terrible at cars. I'm. It's the one where the back hood comes off. The ba- back hood. It's come with the back comes off. So it's like a Jeep, but only like yeah. half of it. Half the top comes off. It's real weird. So the Land Rover Land. No, God, why can't I think of the fucking model for that? Hang on. It's like a 03 or 04, I think, maybe. It's not the Defender, is it? Maybe. It might be. Dude! So there's um this wave going on right now, especially in California, among super rich uh, Californian car enthusiasts, where they pay companies to reimagine uh, pretty much anything, really. But but uh, in particular, one name you need to stick to is Jonathan Ward. Is that the company that did, was doing the Land Rover Defenders? I don't remember who. Is it Icon? I think Icon's doing the Defenders, yeah. So Jonathan Ward, his company is called Icon. They redo Land Rover Defenders for like 300,000, you know, 200,000, definitely six digits. And, you know, you have a reimagined Land Rover. So there you go, Mr. Thomas Edison. You need to be hitting up uh, Jonathan Ward with six figures. And you can get a man bun and you can uh, crash into the sea and... Yeah. You'll become the kale chip you dreamed of. Yeah. Oh, I saw some I saw a headline today that uh fuck it was on my Facebook Facebook thing. Um one of my old high school friends tweeted a link to something and then a bunch of other high school friends got on it and the headline was uh uh they found that seaweed is tastes like bacon and is twice as healthy as kale. Well, I guess we're turning things around. Christ. I eat seaweed like religiously. You know, honestly, dude, you're definitely qualified to be on this podcast. Drive an old uh, Land Rover and you eat seaweed. That's enough. What does your hair look like? Could you send us a picture? Yeah, uh, it, I, it's it's my my hair. Like when you get a haircut and like cut it really short, short, and then you start growing it back again in that awkward phase where it's kind of long, but it's like not long enough to look okay, but it's like short enough where it sticks up and you look kind of homeless. That that's where I am with my hair. Oh, yeah, I think I know. <laughs> I want a permanent haircut like that. I I have permanent meth face, so. I have the uh, haircut where you go into the barber shop and you don't specify anything, and then you just sit down and you walk out in fifteen minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> that one's that one's called the Cheryl, I think. I cut my own hair. I, did you cut your own hair last time? Yeah, so like my first haircut in a decade was me with a pair of my grandpa's uh, beard trimming scissors. Would you perhaps consider cutting my hair? Okay, listen, no, because (laughs) if I fuck it up, then you'd be like, Jesus, why? Well, I'm currently, uh, my hair is blatantly out of company policy at this point, but I have $8 to last me a week. So Whoa, 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 company policy? Yeah, uh, hair... What is... Uh, at the place in which I am employed, um, hair may not on a male touch the shoulders. Christ almighty. Yeah. So, but, uh, and no one said anything about it yet, but it really is getting disgusting. I've taken to wearing a headband, which people say looks like I have a man bun. Um, but I've, I've only, I've got like less than $8 to last me a week. So I'm, I'm kind of looking for, I, I don't really want a budget cut, but, uh, a, a good haircut is, um, is a ways off for me. So how am I going to get employed down there? Dreads. Um, honestly, it'll be fine. You could work it. You could work at the place that I work. You could, but incredible. Not at the gas station though. You could work at the main store. Is it like a Myers or something like a grocery store? I don't know what a Myers is. 
But okay, probably. it's the grocery store here. It's a grocery store with that's brightly colored, employee owned, and um really cares it's from about Iowa. Customer. Yeah, it's from Iowa. So uh, apparently there are twenty. Th- I I'll, I work for Hy-Vee. There are twenty three Hy-Vees in Detroit. Good fucking lord. Really? Or not in Detroit? I'm sorry, in Des Moines. Same thing. Oh, I was gonna say I've never seen that. Yeah, I don't think there are any in Detroit yet. Um, oh wow. Oh, so, uh, yeah, how did I, what was that even, what was I even talking about? We're talking about, we're talking about hair. I somehow, I managed to turn the conversation, I'm, I'm amazing at this, we were talking about Mr. Edison, and we ended up talking about my place of employment. Oh my. I think I actually preferred the uh, overwhelming torrent of Seinfeld theme to hentai. I think that was really a better, like just this clipping, distorted wave of the nine of nineties um, white humor, just overwhelming us. Man, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Remember that bit? Oh, oh, oh! I've got something to confess. <laughs> Good lord. Oh my god! See, it really, it's, it's perfect because it really builds. And then you, and then it's like a, it's really like a horror movie. It's, it builds and, and. It's like the drop. And yeah, it, it, the drop. There's a. Avicii set. It's just terrifying. Oh, today on Performance Today. <laughs> and I'm going to sample this. Uh, Fred Child, my good friend, Fred Child. Um, I forget the quote, but he was like, so next we're going to be talking about music sampling for years. Artists, uh, or, uh, let's see. iPad. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Bear. The great Bear. Um, but so Fred Child was talking about sampling, and, and it's just, you know, hearing Fred Child describe anything is hilarious. So, uh, and he kind of went off on a, yeah, modern pop music samples, and, uh, then you add your own little twist. And hopefully it's good. Modern, like modern family, am I right? Are you live from, uh, the laundry room? Oh man. This is live from the laundry. This is uh This is great. This is live. Someone's doing their laundry. More sound bites, more sound bites, come on. More Seinfeld. Somebody oh yeah. It was all a dream. Oh oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It was all a dream. Oh no. Give me the show notes. The Maddie B Vortex. Uh, the show notes are irrelevant because we've already gone through them all. Uh, I haven't. Alright, fine. <laughs> Alright, show notes. Ant Man guy, he did the Mac and me again. Ba boom 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 boom. He that's like his thing. He said he just goes on and just shows us every time. And as long yeah. as more and more people are about Mac and me, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I forgot it was that guy who always goes on Conan and plays the Mac and me clip instead of his new trailer. So, like, it was funny that they actually tried to integrate the movie he has advertising, whatever it is, into the Mac and me uh, video. 
Well, I think it's great just that <laughs> they like he, he plays the trailer again in just the same video. Like I don't think they ever show the real trailer. Wait, he they played it again and with the Mac and me edit. <laughs> well, okay, so the first time you played it, and then uh, you know it's Ant Man, and then it becomes Mac and me, and then you know they talk about it, they're like haha, and then it's like okay, here's the real trailer, and it starts out again, and it's very similar. You're like okay, it's the same trailer, but it's the correct one. Gets to the part, and it becomes Mac and me again. <laughs> So they, he, he got Conan to play the same clip twice. Guys, I've got some breaking car news. Are you guys ready? It's actually breaking truck news. Oh, okay. Dodge has unveiled a competitor to the Ford Raptor, and it's called... Of the, all uh, things, of all things in this time, Rex. like with the Confederate flag thing, of all the things they could have called it... It's Rebel? They, they've called it the Rebel. Oh. <laughs> and that is how that. Yeah. Don't do, like. You know what? I would honestly. I would. I wouldn't. I'm uh, mind listening to that entire thing because I'm actually. I've actually sculpted my hair to a sort of Corey esque thing. Oh, it's so ugly. <laughs> truck. Oh, I thought you were talking about his hair. Yeah. No. Does, I mean, does it anybody is. even buy the Ford Raptor? I yes, and it is. Okay, who is uh, I, I prefer to? my I prefer my uh, Chevy uh, Triceratops. Carl Edwards, um, actually, Carl Edwards has a Ford Raptor, and I happen to have Carl Edwards's email address. If you'd like uh, Carl Edwards's email address, let's let's write him an email address all together right now. Someone, someone, open up the Gmail. And you, you really, I don't. Why would you use a browser-based client? That's really just unprofessional. Fine. Why don't, why don't I just slap my dick against a bunch of spikes? How about that? Well, Does that make you happy? Just please get some video. And uh, uh, if you got a Periscope account, Pev, because I really would like to see that live. Okay. Periscope account. Of course I have a Periscope. This is hell on earth. They, they, this is, I, uh, I'm gonna let this continue on, and it really is just going to get worse. I'm gonna buy a Ford, the Dodge Raptor, and I'm just gonna spray paint a really shitty Confederate flag on it and roll it off a cliff. I've got to get employed by a magazine within the next two months so that I can go up to, I can go press day on this rat, on this, uh, Dodge Rebel, right? And I can be like, so yeah, I'm really excited to drive the new Dodge Raptor. And they can, be, and they would be just be like, oh, it's actually the 1500 Rebel. And I'd be like, damn, thanks for letting me drive. Thanks for letting me drive the Dodge Raptor. Wow, this Dodge Raptor. <laughs> um, but then I would immediately get fired, uh, unfortunately. Did you know Dodge Raptor? It doesn't um, honk, it, it roars. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go live. You hit the horn and it plays the Katy Perry song, Roar. You hit the horn and it's a sample of Alabama Boss saying, I don't see color. I don't see color. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a, you, you forget to go at a stoplight and you just see this thing behind you and it's just like, I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see color. <laughs> that was good. That was probably the funniest thing I've said. It's loading the years. Video stream. 
That does that is the first joke David Cleveland's ever told. In his short three year lifespan. Yeah, you know, I'm a fetus still. Um some extremely interesting. I'm, I'm getting these live updates. Uh, I'm a fetus. You're a fetus. We're all fetuses. I'm getting this from my correspondence on the ground. Um, wow, Volvo's unveiled the new XC90. All right, so we're moving on from that. That's moving on. Wow, this way. Excited about Volvo. <laughs> Have you seen all the childproof like safety bullshit in the Volvos? Okay, now live on Periscope. Okay, just imagine the kind of people that own a, a Volvo XC90. Let's exclude why I'm on Periscope live. Are you serious? You watching. Yeah. Are you actually doing this? Because I'm yeah. going to get on Periscope. Follow me and recognize things. Time be this way. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, I'm actually... I'm viewing you live on Periscope. Oh wow. Someone else is watching. Okay, are you going to Just, punish yourself? No. Wow. We're now live from the commercial washer. I'm. It, I've lost connection, but I'm still giving you hearts. I don't know what this is. I managed 42 hearts in the approximately 10 seconds. Uh, that I've viewed that stream. So, Colin P, what's new with you? Huh? I just, you haven't spoken. It's because the fucking ping pong tournament that's happening in this guy's microphone is deafening. I'm trying to listen to this Ghost in the Shell song because it's got a funny name and I've been clicking on related videos until I got to it. I don't see color. Hey, um... Let's play a game. Am I still blocked by Colin P on Twitter? Probably, because I don't know you. Fist fight, fist fight, fist fight, fist fight. Now it's time for the Seinfeld theme. Because I want to expand my web brand. Leave my friend oh, alone. Please don't expand my web brand. So, James Wilson, instead of being on Drycast today, uh, watched How to Train Your Dragon 2, and his review, which he completed 20 seconds ago, is... James Wilson can eat a dick, okay? James Wilson is now a working man, and therefore, he is exempt from the sort of things like us, like the, like Drycast. Jimbo's dead. He'll never hear that. Jimbo also is dead from... The moment... The moment that his degree was handed Wilson to him. bought an Audi. Oh, man. Yeah, he has an Audi. I haven't been in it yet, but I can't wait for it to, for it to get inside and then him being really fucking scared. Wait, he actually bought an Audi? I don't think he did, but his parents might have. Okay, because I saw the three, the three uh, red uh, sports sedans that he tweeted a while ago. I don't remember what they were. I, one of them was an Audi, I think, at least one. There were two Audis next to each other, and then there was a little white uh, STI. Yeah, it's probably the white one. Perfect time for the Friends theme. Well, actually, congrats, Jetta. Fucking make up your mind on what Somebody once told me the Man, I love Friends. Somebody once told me the world is gonna... Oh, man. This is the end of time. 
I oh think, yeah. I think that should be like played after every time someone says something, like a complete sentence. Okay, let me just say, so I was talking about how I worked four shifts with no sleep uh, a while ago. Uh, on my fourth shift with no sleep, I was standing at the register and a man pulled up in a Rolls-Royce Corniche, white one, with the top down. Did you like him? No, but I did make a noise. Like, I, I'm generally pretty calm. But, like, you could pull up in, in a, like a Ferrari 458 and I'd be like, oh, cool, cool. But you cannot pull up in an old white Corniche. And, like, I actually made a, a, a quite a loud noise. It was something like a... That continued on for about 20 seconds or so in front of customers. I broke my pro my professional facade for the first time on the clock ever. And I ran out and I opened the door. And this is, I'm not exaggerating. What I, the first thing I said to this man was, thank you. Like, I was just like, thank you. For the second thing he said was, I'm going to put my dick in your exhaust pipe. The second thing I sent was... And then David Blue, that is how, the story of how David Blue fucked a car. The second thing I said was, I don't see color. Pet. I don't see color. And then I just repeated that for a few hours. The third thing he said was... Is my pussy pop Oh, good God. See, that's one of those popular... Like, I actually find a lot of popular vines funny, but I never found that one. I do. Like Popular vines are actually, like, usually... Any... I, I got, I'm not a fan of, like... Only a couple of the, like, on-purpose ones where they, like, you know, they spent time with editing it and shit. Like, some of those are okay, but my favorites are definitely the ones where they attempted something and it just failed somehow. Ooh, I don't know if I told you guys, but I actually got engaged to Swag Nugget from Vine. Oh, congratulations. Anybody know that? Yeah, I proposed over Snapchat and she said yes. Um, when's, the, when's the wedding? I see that's that's been difficult. It's been I don't want to pester. Let me guess. This. 420. It, you know, it could very well could be. But I don't want to pester her about it. I was thinking about creating a, a segment on uh Drycast that's just where David Blue's uh marital status is at currently. Just a quick update. When's the date? I, that's the thing is see, I I I don't want to pester her, but she hasn't really said anything else about the wet uh, uh the wedding after accepting my proposal in fact she hasn't said much to me at all after that i think that's a really good sign i wonder why yeah i'm i don't know we'll see well i'll make this uh, a segment on drycast we can uh, next week we can check in with me see if there's all these like bags like woven bags small woven bags in this laundry room and i don't know why it doesn't matter how hard I try. Hey, I'm Dr. Edison, here to help you with your relationship problems. David, now here's what you do. You go to her window, you bring a big stereo, you hold, hold the boombox above your head as she sticks your head out the window, and as she looks at you with loving eyes, you say, this is for you, baby. It was all a dream, I used to read... Yeah. It was all a dream. I used to read Billboard magazines, throwing bodies out with my tools and the limousines, drawing pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack in the studio with Mars. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that, Peb. I heard that uh, the the quadruple tap there. It's a universal sign for Drycast. <laughs> Just anytime someone needs to allude to Drycast, you just do the. I think, can we appropriate that? What? Oh, 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 okay. Uh oh, I think Peb is, uh, Peb is on location and he, and looks like he's, he's currently being, um, being assaulted. He might have to go. <clears throat> looks like he's, uh, okay, no, 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 he's just, 
he's just being all right well, we'll see we'll see what uh what happens there i'm getting live word from pev that someone has entered his his uh complex's laundry room and he's struggling with that so there is a fear there and now there are cries for help um if anyone is in the vicinity of um of wherever it is pev lives hashtag save pev is my pussy pop the feeling? Wait, no. That was the wrong one. Sorry. I was going to say that I actually found the Who Want Lasagna vine pretty funny. I don't, and not anymore. Like when I see it now, it doesn't really make me laugh. But originally it was, it was a fairly, fairly entertaining endeavor. I couldn't find the I don't see a color vine. And I was looking real hard. There's an I don't see color vine? I thought that was a vine from that Alabama boss guy. Oh, I wasn't specifically referring to him saying I don't see. Oh, oh. But he was just okay. He was the. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't. I actually kind of like Alabama Boss. He's pretty funny. Uh, I didn't mean to um, throw that load on him. That he was just the first. Bye. Mind. Bye. Goodbye, Peb. Catch in. We'll check in with you next week. Um, he was the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking of. In peace. I don't see color. God damn it. Um, Peps left. I can't believe he's podcasting in a laundry room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, really. Now we get, you know, we get most of the praise, those of us that are sitting in the studio, but the real heroes are the ones out in the field bringing us uh, news live. And that's really the spirit of news. This, this one's for Peb and for Shinji for his uh, brave soccer con contributions. I've just created I, a. I don't know what this is. Shortcut, a shortcut vortex on my computer, trying to retweet that photo. Uh, but it looks like we're good and we're all saved. Thank you, Colin P. What? I was just thanking you for your, for the photo that you just tweeted. That's an old photo. I think all of those projects are through. Oh no, actually, <laughs> the top right one is was on my album. So. Oh, guys, I've got a question for you. Is that when you had the Toho background? Yeah. I've got a big Rare. question. And it does involve food. Why aren't millennials buying trail mix? No. Not enough almonds. Don't. Well, I believe in your case it would be not enough seaweed, right? They're they're too salty. Oh. They're, oh they're no. Pissed. The raven. Oh. The, the thirst is the first. The thirst is dank. Okay. Can we just discuss now? I'm assuming everyone here knows the expression saying someone is salty, like uh among the lower classes is is them trying to communicate that they're angry or upset in some way right can can we just discuss how absolutely awful that phrase is in critiquing the working class a new segment on dry gas oh i found the photo this is freaking out because he thought dry cast was an hour from now oh <sighs> Well, at least at least there's some intention of coming on Drycast. That's good because uh, I I'm, I took this opportunity to schedule it. We could just do one of those really freaking long Drycasts where it's five hours long, and and by the end Jeez. we're just you know there's really nothing said. Okay, I can ask you guys: uh, Is anyone here planning on upgrading to Windows 10? I know Thomas Edison is not. I have Windows 8 point shit. Do you really have Windows and 8? I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, I do. Um, it came with my 
laptop, but um, my least favorite bit about the 8.1 is that on my specific make and model of laptop, there's like a big subwoofer in the bottom. And with 8.1, it killed that. And I don't know how to get the driver back. So eight, like Windows 8 is pretty good, but now it like crossed the line. So I was going to say, like, I, I think it seems to me like, um, aha, hello. Uh, it's, it, it seems to me like Windows 8. This. Ah, see, I thought it might have been one of our, our good friends from last time. Yeah. But uh, it, it is this, this who deserves an introduction. That's for sure. That's for sure. I need an old school game. Except, except, except I hear nothing from your microphone. This, I, I believe. That oh, I must have like I turned it off by mistake. Uh, yeah, you usually start like an hour and a half from there, so so I didn't even know you were starting. No, that's that's fine. Um, I just I know that last week, uh, phone eating bear got pretty explicit. And uh, voicing his opinion that that, that uh, I've been starting Drycast too late due to the fact that it I'm is pretty damn late. Yeah, like fucking six a.m. for me. I uh, yeah. So, um, but I did actually have today off uh, for once, my first day off in years. It feels like, but yeah. So, um, I can't promise it'll be a regular thing, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to work that out. We'll have to. But yeah. So, how you how you doing? This how's the uh, good? I've been watching Evo for the last. Uh, like ten hours. Oh yeah, there's a thing happening, isn't there? Yeah, it's Evo. Oh uh, yeah. There's a Melty Blood stream on, like a side stream thing on right now. It had like fifty entrants. Just For like comparison, uh, Smash kit. Four had one thousand eight hundred entrants. Good lord. That's... Yeah, that's a lot of people to play to play a kids game. You know, I was um. I was just listening to <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that is so, that is so terrifying and distracting. So, it's cute. Yeah, it is. Um it is it is cute actually. But uh so I was listening to um I don't know no one wants to hear this but I used to play Star Wars the Old Republic and there was a podcast that I listened to which is a podcast run by a man named Road uh and they did their final episode, um, which I was pretty sad to hear that they they stopped broadcasting. But they, one of the one of their uh, uh, members is from Wales, and he's sort of the the diva, and he comes in, and, and you know, anytime he feels like, it, and he's real cynical. He's got those real dry jokes, and I was just thinking, you know, every podcast needs a, a bitter man from the UK. There's just no other. We just are not complete without someone to keep us in check. So. So thank you, Dis, for being our our cynical. I not the best choice for keeping people in check. I swear more than any of the fucking Americans do. Well, um, well, I meant in check is in like if there's any joy, you know, just squash it out. Oh, get rid of that shit, yeah. yeah. Good lord, Colin P, where did you get that photograph? What? The MagCon photograph. Oh, it's Ola Lilia. He's the. You can look him up. I don't got time to explain that. Lilia is really strange but it's also amazing what kind of effort he puts he's, into stuff yeah he's he's one of my favorite people <laughs> God damn it. Uh, this is the first dry cast with like sound bites and it's just i i'm sure that it makes it absolutely unlistenable but to, but it really is perfect because 
every, like every time uh you know we were talking about the cars like i just hear the friends theme in my my mind it's the first dry cast with sound effect yeah not effects because there's only there's only one provided by no less than <laughs> mr thomas edison i'm gonna get you nigga but i still take like playing, playing the just the audio from Vines over a, in a podcast is just massive. <laughs> God damn it! It's just massively disruptive and ingenious. Really. This episode's gonna be a nightmare. Ooh, ooh! So, I already deeply regret staying up. I'm so sorry, Dis. Uh, I'll make it more tolerable for it. I, I like. I I want. I actually would like you to talk about evo more if you're willing to because because that's a uh, okay i'll talk about the, the games that have been so far the game the game lineup this year yes the game lineup is pretty, pretty cool we got um street fighter 4 for the seventh year in a row the game is possibly a bit better than it was when it came out but it's still street fighter 4 so it's still it still sucks because it's like the slowest fighting game there is out there it's really really slow and really boring I think Street Fighter is kind of fun. I got to play it at an arcade when I <coughs> Street Fighter Two is fun, and it was very entertaining. Street Fighter Two is fun. Huh? I like Street Fighter Two. Street Fighter Four yeah, is just it like was, it, uh... it. It's three D models, and it was like one of the first ones to sort of do three. Well, no, it was like shit like Tekken and stuff like that. They three D models, but they always look terrible, and Soul Calibur always look terrible. But then, and Street Fighter Four is like, yeah, we're doing three D models now as well, but they're gonna be stylistic, so they'll look good. And they just look horrifying. They're so ugly. Street Fighter they 4 is really a really, do. really ugly game. And people were just like, no, it's because it's 3D models, you know? It's just 3D models, that's why it suck. But then King of Fighters thinks King of, King of Fighters 13 and Guilty Gear Zerd both do 3D models, but they look beautiful. Have you seen this shit for? Like, you've seen, like, oh yeah, you've probably seen, like, Zerd in motion. Like, I haven't seen Zerd. I, you know, like the 3D models in four are kind of lazy because it just seems like they uh, just did like a, you know, like an effect on it, and then they put they're, like they're the all big yeah, black they're all made like of like lumpy plasticine. They just look like yeah, shit. It, okay, he left. Yes, yeah, so there's the Street Fighter Four and there's a bunch of games. There was Persona Four Arena Ultimax for some reason. It's like like Blaze Blue is Guilty Gear but casual, and then Persona Four Arena is Blaze Blue but casual. <laughs> And yet, Blaze uh, Persona 4 was at fucking Evo. On other games, is include... it really more casual than Blaze Blue? Maybe I don't know. I've played. It's there's a lot of shit on screen, like always. But it it's just a fucking mess. It's a real visual mess. It's just. Not, I would think that they would have good. trouble making that game in general because there's not a lot of characters in Persona 4. So I think, didn't they add characters from 3 and 2? There is, let's see, there's the entire okay, there's like the 8 playable characters and there's Margaret and there's Elizabeth and there's that fucking one from Persona 4 Golden. There's Adachi. <laughs> there's and there's a whole bunch of Persona 3 characters. There's Ken with Koromaru, Zakihiko, Mitsuru, Junpei, uh, I guess this and there's some original characters as well. So it's actually a pretty big roster, and there's some shadow versions yeah, of characters that's... too, which is kind of dumb. I guess so. But the big problem I had with Blaze Blue is there's only like 13 characters 
when it came out. I know they probably added more. Oh but, yeah, know, like, like the original PlayStation. Play, yeah, like, there was like a shit roster with like nothing. Yeah, and they all kind of played like characters that you already played in Guilty Gear. The one that I think supposes where it starts getting better is a uh, Continuum Shift Extend. I've got that version, and that's like definitely like a decent sized roster in that. I think like you only need like you don't need too big a roster because when you look at like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, that's a game with like 50 playable characters, and it's a mess because they didn't balance them at all. So it's like. At competitive levels, there's like 10 characters you can pick, and you can only pick from these 10. If you pick outside these 10, you'll lose, because everyone else is, is shit. Yeah, and like, you know, some of them have like super attacks that combo with other characters, and that's just bullshit. Yeah, like the whole point is, it's not about like how many characters, it's how many usable, useful characters. Like Zerd, the worst character is meant to be Potemkin. There's multiple Potemkin players. At, uh, at Evo. And some of them were winning too. So it's like, even the character who's at the very bottom of the whole tier list thing is still viable, which is really good. That's really, really good balance. Like, okay, Eddie's still a piece of shit, but. I, Eddie's a bad character? I didn't. He didn't seem Eddie? That terrible. Maybe he's like. Oh, yeah. no, no. Ed, Eddie's like the best in the game. Oh. Yeah, he's. It's because he's really. It's because he's so impossible to play. Is the thing. So like the there's like a bunch of Japanese players that play him, and they just can't lose. He just he has like you can't escape from him. He just pressures you constantly, and eventually you'll hit through. He's, he's Eddie's fucking ridiculous. Like uh, the I, I, DLC yeah. character Leo is kind of kind of bullshit in that regard, but nowhere near as bad as Eddie. Because Eddie can do it at range, and Leo's like can only do it really at melee. I always thought uh, that like playing as like a boss character was kind of, kind of bullshit, especially in like fighting games. But uh, I guess they are like you know like scaled down uh, when yeah. players can play them. Yeah, I always just picked Jam because she's very fast, and you can like her uh, thing was like you could. Uh, like hit a button and it would change and it would add like modifiers to like your uh, kick attacks or like punches and stuff. So like if you knew what you were doing, you could do that. But I just mash buttons because it's easy. It's cool that her name is Jam. It's just Jam. It's it's named yeah. after like straw. Her full name's like Strawberry Jam or some shit. Like that's her actual I have name. No idea. And she's also like her winning animation is her like stacking like a ridiculous amount of bowls on a pole or something like that. It's weird. I like Guilty Gear just because like all the characters are really weird and uh, they're it's very entertaining to watch because of that. Yeah, I just liked uh, May and I've been playing in Zerd. I've been playing Melia and Ramlethal and uh, Kai. Kai was pretty neat. Wait, you have Zerd? Yeah, I got Zerd. Oh, cool. I had to import um, it because it's, I'll have it to doesn't, it's not sold here. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it, it's just Wait, basically... Wait, it didn't even get it, localized or anything? It got localized, but there's like so little copies that when I went online to find it, it was easier to find an imported copy than a local oh, copy. Wow. It cost less, too. It's kind of like a big thing in uh, 
in the UK, like, games don't come out at all over there, and, like, when they do, it's actually cheaper to import it. I find that very strange. It was like that in the PS2, uh, era. Thank you. So, did you, uh, start your new character in Demon Souls? No, because I slept all day. I, let's see. Fair I enough. I said to stay up for ages to wait in the... I bought a new anime figurine, so I had to wait on that to arrive. Then it arrived, and I went to sleep all afternoon, and then I woke up and I'm like, Shit, it's Evo tonight. I'm gonna get drunk and watch Evo. So I went out, bought alcohol, came back, made dinner, and then by the time I'd finished eating dinner, Evo started. So, that's why. Sweet. That sounds like a pretty decent day. I was thinking of actually doing, uh, starting my character right after Drycast was over, but I didn't know which one to do. I was surprised when I heard that you hadn't played Demon Souls before. I no, I love Dark Souls, but I just never out, gotten around to like... it, so... So, like, a couple... Yeah. Like, last week or something, I, I was, like... I was out looking for Zerd, and I couldn't find it. Again. So, I was like, well, fuck it, I'm fed up of going to game stores and coming out with nothing. I'm gonna buy a good game, so I bought Demons. It was in a 3 for 2 offer, but I couldn't find two other good <laughs> games, so I just got Demons. <laughs> a problem with modern video games. Yeah, the problem is that they're fail and shit, and I just want to play games. Very true. Demons is so fucking but cool so yeah, far. I, I, I love remember, Demons so far. <laughs> I remember when Demon's Souls came out, it was like snowing, or like a lot here, and I remember like walking to the game store and like buying uh, Demon's Souls, and I got really pissed off. And I put it away for like a year or two, and then I hacked my PS3, so I couldn't do the online thing, but then I actually beat it then. It was very weird. No. My oh my. Ah. Uh. Mike Spam is cool. I can't really say anything, because I, I Mike Spam in like every Source game. Because it's really easy to Mike Spam Source games. Because it's Half-Life DJ. I love Half-Life DJ. Someone made the program with the idea like... Yeah, you can DJ and you can set up playlists and you can put on songs for your friends while you're playing. Bum 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 bum. Just use it to play like the Cheers theme, but loud. It's just the Cheers theme, like with the volume amplified to maximum. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Um, so I don't want to break up the video game thing, but earlier we were talking about uh the BBC and. That's something that's particularly relevant to you, I suppose, maybe. You don't want to. I, yeah, I hate the BBC. Yeah. A bunch of cunts. Well, the conservatives are, are not that this, this is a new thing, but they're pushing for them to be downsized. But uh, I had a statistic in front of me that was that, that pretty much the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because of this statistic, which was um, that every household or nearly every household uh, that owns a color television or that can watch television in real time is required to pay annually at, uh, the equivalent of yeah, $227.50. Yeah, license fee. Yeah, I don't pay it because I, I don't. I I, I my my plan is to never own a television, so I never have to pay it. Yeah, I can't. That's my plan. You owning one, but you know, I, it the BB. You're you're a little uh more relevant to than than us, I suppose. It's more relevant to you than us, Gawker. All right. Yeah. So I disagree with the license fee in the basis <laughs> that it's if the a lot of it's like does. The BBC pushes very... 
they try and have like they have like some sort of anti-government stuff. But there's a, overall in the news reporting, there's a very big maintain the status quo message with them, and I just really disagree with that because that's not what anything funded by like public taxpayers' money should be doing. Well, but that's I mean the nature of a taxpayer-funded organization is that they're probably I know, but it's like the reason that they're not beholden to advertisers or anything. They should be doing more experimental things. They should be exploring stuff more, and they they don't. They just want to collect the paychecks. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I we have you know our we don't have a a nationalized uh, television the public broadcasting service something. PBS, yes, yes, we do, but but that's that's funded. That's not funded by, or it's mostly not funded by. Um, like we don't have a we don't have a one tax like that that everyone pays. Uh, it's I, as far as I know, it's mostly voluntarily funded, and they might get a few like, grants, but they're still private. Um, sort of, basically. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I'm not an authority. I, I can't really explain that. But I don't. I know that we don't really have the equivalent of the BBC. Um, but we do have, I mean, all, all of our news organizations are no different <laughs> from the BBC, basically, in their attitudes. You just can't, you can't have anything that that goes off of center on TV. People just don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh... You see a very, very sleazy, sleazy reporting crisis because there's a big, uh, there's a big attitude that they're 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 unbiased but they're very not and they're still beholden to a lot of like the same trappings as uh news media that focuses on sensationalism so for example like uh i can't remember the guy fucking girl's name it was it was a couple of years ago and i think i maybe talked about this before there was a girl who she was a uh a university student and she was murdered like she went missing and then a couple of days later the body was found you know it's like a uh, young woman, early twenties, looks attractive. So there's a big media storm about it. Yeah, it's like it always happens with that. And really, very like really quickly, they'll they they called in the landlord for questioning. That was all. No accusations. Nothing. Called him in for questioning because he's the fucking landlord of where she lives, and he lives nearby. And the guy was like. A music teacher or something. He was like in his late fifties. He's bald. He looks kind of weird. And there was just like, it was the entire media just painted this guy as a killer. I think I remember like, that. No yeah. evidence, nothing at all. But they painted this guy as a killer just because like how he looked and the fact he was like, oh, it's kind of weird, isn't he? Kind of weird. But the BBC joined in on all this. They would kept they kept like talking, giving like, oh well, they kept like talking about the guy in detail. He just got called for fucking questioning. There's nothing to talk about. But they would talk about this guy's life in detail, like just basically saying, "Like, yeah, this guy's the killer. This guy's the killer." Like, they're not going to outright say it, but that's what they're fucking implying: is this guy's the killer, and it's disgusting. And they're meant to be like a non-biased organization, where they're still getting away with this. So uh, that was really when I stopped trusting the BBC, because like a couple weeks later, the real killer gets arrested. It was her boyfriend. Her boyfriend did it. He was a fucking nutcase. And they would have probably caught him a bit faster if they weren't so the police weren't so focused on the fucking landlord because of the media shitstorm about him. So it's disgusting. He could have maybe like imagine if that guy got in the way with imagine if there hadn't really been like much clues leading to him. Imagine if he'd fucking gone in the way with that. 
because they had nothing to go on and they needed to make an arrest and they tried to pin something because the police will do that if it's a big media case you'll know, need to pin it on fucking someone imagine if they had to pin it on the landlord and there's an innocent guy gone to jail just because of organizations like the BBC yeah um... and that's uh that's why I don't fucking trust them I don't trust any like big media things but I really don't trust the BBC because with shit like Murdoch stuff at least you know it's all lies you know it's all sensationalist lies. No one in their right mind trusts Murdoch stuff. But the BBC, a lot of people do trust them because they're supposed to be you know, non-biased and, and fair and all that. But it's all a shame. Yeah, if I remember correctly, the, on the, like the original charter for the BBC, the original um, purpose uh, was to eliminate that, that sort of, well, sensationalism for one thing, but... Uh, a lot of other things that come with competition. They like they were supposed to be, because they did not have to compete with private news organizations. That was supposed to give them a a, a purity. Um, I'm not going to comment on that because no one wants to hear what I have to say. But uh, you know, I I don't really. It's not like I live there, but they fired Jeremy Clarkson. Yes, he had it coming, but still, er, what did he do? He well, I mean, for one thing, it's it wasn't about him. Okay, the the thing that set him, they actually got him fired. Was he punched his producer? Yeah, he punched. <laughs> the producer, but there've been a lot of tensions before then. Yeah, but I mean, I I'm not saying that's okay or that they. I mean, they pretty much didn't have a choice to fire him. Did he deserve it? Um, did the producer deserve it? It was about food. Yeah, one part of it is that Jeremy Clark, like, so because he knows that he's like the most big guy, he probably was just assumed that they can't fire me. Like, no matter what the fuck I do, they can't fire I, me. I I doubt that because I remember um him voicing concerns about that a long time ago. About I think he yeah a long time ago, but was when his position was maybe less secure. When you know for a fact that you are the number one earner at the number one earning show. Like, not just for the BBC, but one of the most number one earning shows worldwide. You pretty much, you're going to get a bit complacent. You're going to start thinking, can they really fire me? Can they really, like, tear down? Like, we make billions. Are they going to fucking tear that down? They'll yeah. never get this again. They'll never get a show, like, that successful again. Like, if they do, it'll be decades from now. There's no, like, there's no second Top Gear waiting to take over. That's it. Top Gear is Top Gear. There's nothing. And Jezza punch the bloke so it's it's all like up in flames yeah i'm interested to see chris evans solo host top gear that's gonna be funny but uh, uh i've not i've not even watched it for like a couple seasons anyway but i've got no interest in like watching new hosts or something i get the feeling their their viewership will definitely fall off and i wonder if are richard hammond and james may staying they probably no. offered them a lot to really nope Both they're uh <laughs> hammond, hammond may and clarkson are it's been confirmed they're they're right now they're on a world tour called clarkson hammond and may live i think um which is where they go and they like rent a stadium and they do stupid shit and they make stupid jokes uh and that but they're actually they're probably going to start a new show on some other channel yeah. and that other channel is going to make a shitload it's been confirmed now that their new show will be called clarkson hammond and may and it might not be contracted to one particular network it might be on netflix and and several other networks so. netflix would netflix even really have the because you need to have a netflix account to view like netflix shit i don't have a fucking netflix account well i think exclusive. maybe that'd be it'd be televised okay. and also put on netflix oh right yeah because i was just thinking like i don't know how how uh how much exposure netflix has to, to normal people maybe like everyone has one and i'm just like the dinosaur and don't but 
Like, I don't have a fucking Netflix. Every youth has it's, a Netflix account. It's not worth it. And they watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and they watch... We've been what, talking about Bob's this Bob's Burgers, uh, Rick Cosmos. and Morty, uh, Family Guy. Friends. The trifecta of, of unfunny shite. Yeah, no, they, like, I, I know specifically... Like, Stephen Cosmos. I know people that have been like, yeah, I've Stephen been Universe, fuck. There's oh people... They're bronies. They're bronies. Literally bronies. Like, I'll be honest, not... I hated Rick and Morty for the longest time. And then I started watching it a little more. A little more. I didn't stop watching it. And now I'm obsessed. I don't know what I don't know is. why. It's the, it's the same way I felt about Squidbillies. I didn't like it at first, but I just kept on watching it. And eventually I just got hooked. I, I don't know what these things are. So sorry. You know what Squidbillies is? It's that adult swim show with like, the redneck squids. It was like 15 minute long blocks. They used to have it, and uh, I think they also had another show that they had right after Squidbilly, so it was also like 15 minutes long. It was Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, uh, there's Boondocks. Uh, Sorry, I, I haven't really watched television since Lizzie McGuire was on air. Oh, yeah? I apologize. Well, well, and no, no, honestly, no, the only missing. funny show on Adult Swim was Boondocks. <laughs> The Boondocks is was is great. It's been listening. The Boondocks is too Boondocks. good for TV. Oh, is it good? Okay. Um, I never watched it, so. It's it's like it, a bunch of hip hop culture jokes, and yeah. it, it's very funny. But it was also made in like the early two thousands, so I mean, I like that aspect of it too. If it's hip hop jokes, it'll um, probably go over my head because that's really a culture I know. Like, I have at best third hand exposure through referential humor, and that's it. So, have you heard Matic? No. It's it's just like it's not really like direct jokes like David quoting that and saying Nasalmatic. No, it's just like really generic parodies, like people in gigantic over the top mansions doing really stupid shit and then like they have like really big anime esque fights. It's it's for like black know. people it's and white kids that grew up around black people pretty much. Very, it's very specific, I, I think. Either you're like really into it or you're not at all. Appropriate, 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 appropriate. Oh my! <laughs> that was well. It's not that's... appropriation because uh, the guy who made the Boondocks is black. That's a long time since I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, fuck. Whatever happened to um, what's his name? Onyx, Onyx Heart, Heart died yeah. fucking years ago. Yeah, we've talked about this on Drycast before. Onyx Heart's dead. I kind of miss him, but like in the last like months or so, he's like stopped talking to basically everyone and started hanging out with like the mentally ill anime communist people and talking about, about privilege and all that. And it was like I don't know where he is now, but he's probably like either washed himself clean of all that or is just a mental wreck because like that's the only outcome if you stick around with with that crowd honestly um it doesn't sound like his lifestyle is all that different from mine actually there's the anime and the privilege talk pretty much. anime anime communists avatar people yeah that's or just like they exist and they're out there and they have twitter accounts with 67,000 tweets and they love to talk about... None of them are funny, and they're yeah. all very creepy people if you actually meet them. Yeah, no, they, they talk about, like, 
the creepers online, they'll go like them, them white boys or whatever, but like nearly all of them at some point get outed as being sexual predators, so maybe you're just seeing something of yourself in the world. It's really common as well, actually, the amount of them turn out to be like sexual predators. Like, disturbingly common. Yeah. It's, it is, most, well, like, mo most of the people that actually do all that shit are on Tumblr. Like, I never see any of that drama on Twitter, especially after unfollowing a bunch of people, but it's I don't, still Yeah, I don't follow on, these kind of people, the but other it's, it's, like, I think definitely more prevalent on Tumblr, but there's a lot of people like that on Twitter as well. It's just, like, that it's sitting there going, like, Ugh, did you see what this white cis male was saying? Like, you're saying, like... And it'll be like a, a fucking text screenshot of him going like, Hey girl, do you want to have sex? And they're going like, This is exactly what the patriarchy's on about. And then later, like months later, like fucking logs of them like saying like, Can I piss in your mouth? The people and shit like that. Like, because they're all fucking nuts. They all want to have sex. They'll really, really, really want to have sex. But they, they think sex is weird and, and abnormal. So they go about it in really weird, abnormal, creepy ways, because they're fuck-ups. That's fascinating. It's a fascinating little bit, little slice of culture that I've been exposed to. Uh, uh. I'm sorry, Dave, I'm sorry. I just, like, these are, like, people that I... Uh, I think if anything made me, like... I'd have probably ended up, like, a, more, a much nicer person if I hadn't been, like, exposed to these people. So, you know, those people online, they're fighting for social justice. They believe racism's wrong, sexism's wrong. Uh, trans misogyny, whatever the fuck the term is, that's all wrong. And then you meet them, and they're all like worse people than anyone you could ever meet IRL. Like you know, you'll meet people IRL that will tell like racist jokes or sexist jokes, or whatever. And you meet these people, and it's like, wow, these are these are much worse. All you're doing is uh really hurting your case here. Yeah. Um. I guess you know when I was when I was seven years old and I was going for walks in the country with my yellow lab and my bolt action twenty two rifle. I could have never imagined what was brewing. Uh, I, I could never have imagined Seinfeld really. Um, no one could have imagined Seinfeld. <laughs> God damn it! Oh boy. All right. George Costanza represents an ideal that few of us can ever reach in our lives. Is that the man? Is that the... That's the bald guy. It's, yeah, it's no, I was, that, bald yeah guy. I was just trying to find a way to describe that. Yeah, I've already... So the BMW i5 is coming. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty good looking, but um, the only problem is it's going to be the least extreme of the i-line. Which, I mean, it's still really cool. I mean, it's still going to be like the coolest sedan. It's it's aimed to compete with the Model S, and I'm not sure if that's wise. Because it's priced to compete with the Model S, too. And the Model S got so much hype, and it's so new and fresh, that these kind of people that want these types of things, these lifestyle products, green, sustainable, future, green, sustainable lifestyle products, uh, are going to want something that doesn't have such an old badge on it, I'm afraid. But I would just put the money into more i8 versions. But that's just me. i4. I don't see why they would do the uh, 5 series, because it's going to be going out. Same with the uh, 3 series. Well, it's not really, it's not really a 5 series. It's the, it doesn't share anything with the 5 series. It's, it's a completely bespoke design. Um, there, the, the two lines, the I line and the regular line are actually completely separate. As far as I know, they share 
virtually zero components. I mean, maybe some switches, but uh, it's just, but it is that in that sort of size. But of course, it's going to be priced to compete with a Model S, which is significantly more expensive than than a five series. So the M2 is also coming. It's between the M235i and the M4. It'll be sub 60k. I mean. Yeah. You know, uh, it's going to be about the same size as my M3 because my sister's 135i is the same size as my M3. Yeah, it probably. So, I mean, it's basically just going to be like an E46. Yeah, just buy an E46 <laughs> instead. Um, there's don't buy one. an E46. It has the worst electronics problems. Well, if you could afford to even think about having to buy a sixty thousand dollar car, it's probably not. I don't know. Um, the Land Rover Defender. There's a new one coming out. We don't have a price yet, and we just have renderings. We don't have a, a fucking uh concept, but it's certainly going to be less douchey driving around in this than a fucking Jeep Wrangler. That's guaranteed. I I met I talked to one of my coworkers who uh, used to live in Kenya, and he said no, like to to cross uh Africa, there's really only like two cars around there. And it's Jeeps and, uh, like, old Land Rovers and Range Rovers. And he said, like, nobody drives Jeeps because they're so, like, bumpy and, like, there's no, like, leather seats or anything. So, like, everyone over there drives, like, Land Rovers and Range Rovers and stuff. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Africa. You you know not to buy Jeep. Yeah, just I'm any glad Jeep. there's more people that know not to buy Jeep. Uh, yeah, just any jeep like like my aunt's driving a sixty thousand dollar jeep right now and it's like for the same price you could get a range rover sport and have leather seats you'd have better you'd have more off-road pedigree like if you actually needed to do that and then also it looks better and you don't look like a fucking douchebag when you drive it well not like is there any reason not to buy it i mean you look huh the, the range rover has a pretty has a pretty douchey image in in Europe in the UK. It's it really just says that you play football, but um I I don't know any of that. I just know I'm tired of Jeeps and if you drive a BMW you're more of a douchebag. It's a fact. Well I thought it, Audi drivers were the, the dickheads now. I thought it shifted. Like I the business like the uh the businessmen that like the asshole businessmen that wanna show that they have a lot of money but they don't want anything too ostentatious. It used to be BMWs, but now it's it's Audis, isn't it? Yeah, Audis are definitely cooler. I see a lot more of those around than I do. Um, well, I actually see about as many Audis as I do BMWs now, and they're they're all either like twenty somethings driving like an old S5 and looking douchey, or they're like forty and looking douchey in their Audi Q7. I think my uncle has an Audi, and he's like. A millionaire or some shit. I don't know how much fucking money he makes. It's it's a lot though. But I, I think he had a BMW now, has an Audi. So I just use him as like a metric for this shit. <laughs> I mean, that's like, probably that's that's uh, really mean. He, he gives me a lot of money for Christmas and stuff. So I I, I shouldn't be I shouldn't be like talking shit about yeah. him. But redistribute wealth. Oh, he does. He lives in uh, he lives in Luxembourg. They they pay like seventy percent tax or something, and he pays that. Oh. Yeah. He wow. pays like seventy percent taxes on like his on a massive salary, and he's still like I've I've been there. He lives in a fucking huge house. He doesn't mind paying the taxes because it's like uh, Luxembourg. If, you, if you've been there, Luxembourg is is beautiful. Like this whole this whole area, it's 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 a beautiful country, and there's like a forest nearby, and it's like the like the school like my cousin's go is like in this fucking forest and stuff, and it's 
the, the whole thing is just like amazing. It's it's just a lovely country, and it's like definitely worthwhile having less money to live in a much much nicer place. Well, I'd imagine they have damn good public services with that kind of tax rate. But um, yeah, I mean, more or less, when you pay high taxes, you can expect better quality of public service. So three words she wants to hear: Subaru fleet sales. Turn. <laughs> Is there anything more miserable than a Subaru fleet sale? Like, you know, anything? My life. Chevy. I'm not sure that I can think of one. Possibly the new uh, Jaguar SUV. Yeah. But it's Jag. Yeah, well... It's not gonna be that bad. I mean, it's gonna be good. It's just—I mean, it's not nearly the amount of sacrilege as the, as the Bentley SUV. That being said, the Bentley SUV is fucking amazing, but it's still an SUV. And I—I I know that I shouldn't have the bias, but I really do. I just don't like it, which doesn't make any sense, right? It doesn't make any sense that a car being a little bit taller should make me like immediately like just want to be rid of it. But it does, and I'm not sure if I can explain why. Perhaps I've got some Chinese blood in me. That was like I mean I, that was a uh, an industry joke, not a racist joke. I just, just I don't believe you. Well, that being because China is the only co- country left that still buys executive sedans uh, in large quantities. Everywhere else, but they buy SUVs. That's that's why it wasn't um, referring to uh, the China versus Japan thing. In any I way. would buy a Mitsubishi Outlander Sport in the uh, cerulean blue. With black seats, and I would listen to Beyonce and drive around in that car all day. On the beach? Yes. Oh no, we've lost Dis. I hope that was an internet Rest. thing, and he'll be back. And if you Rest. don't know, now you know, player. Oh my god, that particular part is really... Uh, it's just... I, please don't play that ever again. Like, really, Friends theme, Seinfeld theme, Matty BJ, though... Whoa, did I just make a, I just made a sexual like, like joke. Like I said, it's, it's like, it's like they took the song Juicy, and they took out everything good for it, and then they made it for, like, white people. Ugh. Matty B was, like, rich before, like, he was Matty B. Like, he was already, like, an upper class, like, kid. But he had those And then dreams. he got co-signed by Vanilla Ice. Did he, did he really? Did, yeah, there's pictures of Vanilla Ice and Matty B, like... And, and Vanilla Ice is, like, one of the whitest people on Earth. I'm getting this. Oh, have you seen his show? No, I haven't, but he tweeted uh, two days ago, like, Ha ha, Monday's got you down until I saw the Minions. And then he posted a Minion meme. I want to get Maddie B and Vanilla Ice uh, standing together tattooed on my chest. Wow, like a mural, you know? And to a city across the coast, I got my... But I just wanted to point out that when I did say Maddie BJ earlier, I inadvertently made a sexual pun. And I just wanted to reiterate that uh, because I know lots of you folk, lots of our audience does enjoy still that sort of humor. So um, if you'd like to write in, give me feedback on my jokes, David at Drywall.ws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even need to talk anymore. This is This is all I need to do. Yeah. Um, I was just there's actually quite a bit of news today. I like I I had gotten ready to do the podcast and it was about an hour ahead, uh, and I assumed that I had been done with making the show notes, but then I bought a paper and started looking through it and realized, holy fuck. Um You know what's even more news? There's 
this tape that I found while I was looking at the website that's doing the little ugly main distribution for their uh, for the new tape, and it's uh, it's definitely faked, but it's called the Pyongyang Hardcore Resistance, and it is a North Korean themed speedcore album. My oh my! Oh, I have a story about that uh, propane tape you linked me, BMW. Huh? I I, I have a story about that propane Do it. Ta- tape you linked. Okay, so I went to El Salvador. Uh, last week for like a week and um uh i i went to go do dentist stuff because i work with the dentistry sometimes and my mom signed me up for this without asking me even though i'm adult but whatever so i went to this thing and um there was a lot of churches and pastors and stuff around and i was listening to that tape you linked me well i only have one ear put in in case someone yelled at me instructions I want to listen. Well, little behold, one of the pastors put the other but in my ear because he was curious what I was listening to. And, um, uh, I, I forgot the name of the song, but I believe the moment he, like, loudly exclaimed was the term, uh, fucking bitches. I believe that was one of the terms that made him loudly exclaim, oh my goodness, Justin, what are you listening to? And it was really awkward on a church, on a bus full of church people explaining my love of gangster rap, yo. Wow. And they were like, that... Justin, how, how, how can we become educated in this? Because we don't understand it. And I was like, listen, I got the song for you, people. That, no need to worry, cause I just got a new track, and my whole crew is. What? What would Biggie have to say? That reminds me when I got dragged to New Orleans to fix houses, and I had my uh, iPod at the time was just filled with nothing but, like, gabber, and I was sitting in a abandoned church that had been uh, flooded during the New Orleans floods in 2004, and I'm sitting here listening to, like, gabber, and, and this girl was just like, what are you listening to? And I told her to go away. And then she kept bothering me the entire trip. One day she put the headphone in, and it was just like a really, really noisy remix of the, one of the Ghost in the Shell songs that's just like chanting with like really loud gabber kicks. And she just looked at me really disgusted. <laughs> but yeah, that that happened. I don't think church people like gabber very much. They don't like ocean grunge. I can tell you that from experience. They don't like rap music because they're all racist. Yeah. Have you have you listened to Lecrae? This is something that could be interesting. Listen to what? Lecrae. No, I haven't. David, have you heard of Lecrae? I have. I have not. How is that spelled? Uh, L E C R E A or A. Um. So basically, Lecrae is um. Imagine oh. if Young Thug and uh um Rick Ross had a child. And that child was a pastor. That's Lecrae's music. Wow, that's diff. That is a difficult one to so. It's, it's, so it's like future beats with like Christian rap. Wow, I, you know, like Christianity is a big part of rap music, especially uh, like Southern rap. It's very gospely as it is already. I don't see why christian rap isn't a bigger thing it's there there's a decent market for it but it's also like like i'll go i'm not into lecrae that much but i'll give him props he can spit better than the average rapper i'll i'll, I'll give him that much he 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 has the bars um but but he's about it there's there's another guy named andy nino who's like 
kind of Christian. He doesn't like have Christian songs, but he doesn't cuss or anything. And he was on Sway, and he's, I guess, the big Christian guy. I don't know. I just don't really like Christian rap because most of the time it comes off too preachy. And yeah. that's really ironic considering that I really like the preachy, like, country rap tunes. But usually that's just, like, one track on an album that's about other stuff. And also, there are other rappers that don't curse, that don't uh, affiliate with the Christian hip-hop label, such as Chameleonaire, who doesn't curse anymore at all. And I kind of respect him for doing that. Yeah, because Chameleonaire, uh, he stopped making music. Now he, like, his job, he went to California to, like, Silicon Valley or whatever. Now, like, all he does is, like, he manages other people's, uh, like, he's a, uh, what is that word? You, you give people money. And then you demand more back. Producer, pretty much. I mean, not a producer, yeah, producer but like a movie. That's what movie producers are. Yeah, but like, uh, I just found that interesting that he says, like, yeah, I don't curse anymore because I'm just trying to find more lyrical ways to explain myself. And I was like, yeah, that's that's very nice of you, Chameleon Air, because Chameleon Air can already spit. You know, someone else who doesn't curse to to use artistic expression in that way to challenge himself. Help me. It all comes full circle. Um, so I wanted to talk. In fact, this is what I really wanted to uh, talk about with Carr because it might actually be something unique that I'm saying. Um, I, I really feel like we should just create a segment called Toyota Has Lost It because they have fucking lost it somebody got hired at toyota at their advertising department uh that is uh well probably my soulmate but they're really fucking shit up so not in the u.s i want to state that right now um but toyota came up with a radio ad that was aired in sweden i believe wow i can't seem to find i think so yeah it was aired in sweden um that would target either the iphone or the android uh vote um voice command system so it would say hey siri and then it would say um the command to put the phone in airplane mode so and it's the the first example if i remember correctly of this sort of thing happening and they only did it for like 30 minutes i think but uh toyota and i forget who said this i don't who said who fucking said this um i remember reading that it was like in sweden and there it was the busiest holiday weekend and they did that to stop people from looking at their phones while they were trying to travel and it's like like they're trying to travel if you have your phone open usually you have it connected to your stereo or whatever and you're listening to the commands and then toyota's coming along to doing the airplane mode thing it's just completely ruining people's lives <laughs> yeah well um i i we could discuss how how silly the the whole thing is um but i guess what really what really I, god i almost used the word strikes me what really strikes me is that uh, Toyota, like, they, it's, it seems, and I forget who said this, I think it must have been someone at work when I mentioned this, but Toyota in, in their, in their uh, decline recently, in their blandness, it, like, they're, they're, they've just lost it, they've gone into, the, into these death throes of trying to appear witty and cool and relevant, and that, like, they're just grasping for relevance desperately. Like uh, the YouTube ads that also, they've been running uh, recently. They're very desperate because nobody's buying Toyotas after all those recalls. Also, all their cars are miserable to drive. And uh, then they're doing bullshit like this. 
They're getting what's uh they're Is it called a serious safety message? No. No. Ha! No. Ha! No, no, is that the name of it? I, that that wasn't me making a joke. That's what it says online. Oh. The name of the commercial from Toyota. Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, That's no fuck. good at all. Can we just, you know, David, you used to hate Nissan in high school, and I'm fairly sure that you've come to not want to bomb Nissan anymore. Yeah, I think we need to, like, move that to Toyota. No, I don't want to bomb Toyota. I just want to, you know, like in a movie when someone's child dies in their arms and they lay them to rest with their hand behind their head and they lay their head down gently. Um, that's what I want to do to Toyota. I just want to ease them out, you know, uh, or just because really what all Toyota needs to do is they need to reevaluate. Um, they need to stick with their same image, but they need to find a way that uh, reliability... And, well, they need to find an image that they can pull off. Okay. If they could pull off... If they suddenly switched and became a quirky brand that's really cool, a quirky youth brand, and they did that successfully, that'd be weird. It'd be pretty impractical to keep the Toyota name. If they did that, all props to them. The problem was Toyota and Honda built a reputation uh, on being reliable because they, they came in when American cars were at their worst and they offered something that was of high value. That's number one. But they were also incredibly reliable and durable. It's number two. However, in in the past five, ten years, reliability and durability across the spectrum has evened out because engineering has, as far as we know, has uh, reached basically the same level. And and you know, car companies are sharing components, uh, and they have modular chassis, and the the uh regulations are so tight now that virtually all cars are built the same way except for the ultra luxury cars but so they've lost their foothold and they don't have value anymore i can tell you that right now because their cars are still are not competitively priced uh with cars like with, with frankly with the cars from uh, south korea who have replaced them um not with the values of reliability and durability but with intelligence and freshness i would say is probably the, the ultimate one is, is something fresh to the market which uh it means however they've their sales have been declining which is disappointing but it, it'll, it'll come back um but i think toyota they just uh i agree with with the i think they've acknowledged that they can't continue on this image of reliability and durability because it doesn't matter anymore um but i don't think that using the same product names and the same faces of the same products and basically the same products charging the same amount for them but then insisting that they're cool is a good strategy but i i'm wondering if they just don't have any other alternatives and if this is what's going to happen and you know frankly i criticize them for doing all this and yet i've had a bunch of people come up to me like after the super bowl uh, i've had a bunch of people come up to me and say did you see the toyota ad that looks pretty cool the new Camry looks pretty cool. The new Corolla looks pretty cool. I don't agree, but clearly their advertising has made them seem cool. So I don't know. I guess it's working. I mean, uh, yeah, but they they actually have lost it. Whether they've lost I have it the in a way that's going to save the company. Oh, do it, please. Wow, this is fancy. I like the 2016 Nissan Altima. Yes. Just putting that out there. No, I, I really <laughs> like their new, new design language that Nissan has just switched into. It's good. Figured it was harmless. Like, I was just reaching for the phone. It was like five seconds just getting the phone. A minute long. He was texting and hit us at 90 kilometers per hour. My life changed. And since then, I've been through two years of constant back pain and I'm still in physical therapy. But I'm just glad that I'm alive. 
One of the most dangerous <laughs> things on our roads is actually oh. in the car. And yet, people still keep using mobile phones while driving. So if people can't stop using the phone, what if we could stop it for them? Once Hey Siri is activated and your phone is plugged in, you can actually talk to your phone by simply saying, Hey Siri. In fact, anyone can, even a radio ad. Texting, emailing, or surfing the net while driving could cause a serious accident. If that fact isn't enough to make you put your phone down, maybe this ad will. Hey Siri. What can I help you with? Please turn airplane mode on. I will stop working if you turn airplane mode on. Are you sure? Yes, it can be very dangerous to drive while the phone is on. Okay, I turned on airplane mode. For your safety, always use airplane mode before driving. This safety message was brought to you by Toyota. Always a better way. Now see if they did that. I'm happy Toyota can dictate my well-being with a radio ad. Now, here, here we go. So, every time I get in the car, I'm turning airplane mode on. Now, I'm at... I, I, I've just gotten in a horrible accident. It's 10 degrees outside, and uh, I'm dri I've been driving in my boxers and my boxers only. My phone has slipped out of its case. Uh, I'm, I'm bleeding out very quickly, and I'm grasping for my phone, and I try to dial 911, uh, but the prompt comes up saying the phone feature has been dis or deactivated as a result of the airplane mode, and I try to, to find settings, and I try to turn airplane mode off, for it to reacquire a signal but before i do that i bleed out and god god rest my soul thank you Toyota. i just Ba-boom. okay uh i was on a radio show at three in the morning and we were actually doing that hey siri thing we we're like hey siri and then we were like dial and then the radio phone number and that was funny because That's if amazing. that actually did happen like like, just imagine, like, somebody being forced to call, like, a community radio station. Yeah. But Toyota going and telling people, you know, this is for your your better benefit that we turn on airplane mode for your, your phone. That's just bullshit. Fuck Toyota. You know, I think what I would advise, and this is serious advice now to, to any iPhone users, is um, turn that feature off, because you can. You can turn the, the Hey Siri feature off, as well as turn the feature off that starts Siri up when you bring your phone up to your ear. And instead, uh, I can demonstrate it right now. I can just hold down my home button, and within seconds, I get the prompt. It's much quicker. It does require physical contact with your phone. Um, you know, I it's it's still safer. So now I want to I want to comment here. I've I've made some damned good tweets. Hey in my Siri, time. what can I help you with? Now let you lay a humongous egg. Oh, you know what? Toyota hentai. Now that one's just a that one's just a uh, concept uh, by our good friend Mr. Edison. But but uh, he Toyota hentai m may be coming. I would not be surprised. Um, but so I've made some good tweets in my time and good Facebook posts. Uh, some very funny ones. But I found that those get virtually zero attention. However, when I make a fairly simple joke, use some basic irony, um, like I just did. Uh, 
I get a lot bigger, you get a lot more responses. And now here is the dilemma that I face as, as, as a media professional. Do I continue with what I know is intelligent content if I know that it'll never get uh, attention? Or do I s- spend my time thinking about what would get uh, get attention? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm very disappointed in myself for tweeting that now. Well, well, I I really should have just condensed all the new cars thing into a future cars segment because there's a lot of cool cars coming out. We talked about the CT8 uh, a few episodes ago. There's a new XJ. There's the Porsche 992, which, wow, looks strangely similar to the 991. Big surprise there. There's the, there's the uh, 718, the Porsche 718. Headline, um, big news, big surprises from Porsche. Now, see, here's a, here's a Honda ad. This is, this ad's been appearing all over um, the magazines that I've gotten. Uh, and it's, it's got a stretched odyssey here. Um, and it's got a, it's the, there's a headline that says big isn't the only way to get versatility. And then it says pressure to get bigger is unrelenting. The new hunger makes cars resemble an RV cross side. We concede the battle is over. And then it has some instructions with folding this paper, this beautiful, uh, fresh magazine paper in half which would irreparably leave a crease in the paper. And, you know, that's Honda vandalism, really. And J- Japan's car uh, car industry is getting desperate, that's for sure. That is for sure. I want the Honda S660, the one that's a convertible K car that's a sequel to the Beat. Oh, yeah. You know, I really wish America had got that shit. Like, we didn't get the Beat. We didn't get the Jazz. K cars are really cute, and I want one. I want a Honda, whatever this is. Oh, yeah, I guess we did get the... I guess the Jazz is the Fit. Why didn't we just... Why didn't they just call it the Fit? Or the Jazz in the United States? Because America wouldn't buy something named after a musical genre. Even if it's our own musical genre? <laughs> our only yeah. own musical genre? Okay. You, you get in your Honda Jazz, and it automatically plays Mark Davis. Oh, God. <laughs> and, 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 and See, that's a, that's a good point. Like you get in the that actually I I didn't think about that but because imagine see, like everyone buys a Honda Jazz and suddenly they're like yeah I listen to Mark Davis music's just not the same as it used to be I don't I haven't listened to any music recorded after the 1972 because it's just not the same I only see standards stand it's like the the standards trim edition I feel you jazz. buddy man music used to be so great. Leave that playing. I want to hear the whole theme. <laughs> so delayed for me. No, I just did it a second time when it doesn't oh. actually happen a second time. I'll be there for you. I'm Corey from Friends. Wow. Wow. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri fit. 
See, I wish that it. See, what's going to happen is is that that's going to be what a Toyota ad is in six months. It's just going to be Toyota, <laughs> and then uh, your phone's fucking bricked. Your phone is reset and bricked, um, and you're in the ditch because of the just the level of trauma that was caused uh, from the advertisement. Advertisement. Hey Siri, what can I help you with? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how, what Siri would actually say to that. Just, uh, I'm sorry? Yeah. Well, I, this is the first episode of Drycast that we've really let loose in a while. We've let loose. We've let our hair down. Quite literally, I, I actually did uh, at the beginning of this episode. I'm not sure what happened to Dis, but, um, oh boy. He, uh, he left because he's going to be watching fighting games. Ah, well, that's... I wish that he could watch and um, give us live correspondence. That would help a lot. Yeah, but it's it's in a few hours. I'm gonna be playing Demon Souls with him. All right. Well, um, I suppose uh, if there's no I'm other pressing about- stories this week, then it's time to end this episode. Right Scion I A. Is there a new Scion? Yeah. The tone in which she said that. Yeah. I've, dri- I've driven a bunch of Scions, and I really don't like any of them. I oh. drove a TC, and I drove the XB, which is just a really bad car. And I have yet to drive an FRS, but I'll do that. You know, the, the FRS isn't really a Scion. It's just Scion is the most convenient and the most fitting uh, brand that they could sell it in the U.S. under. Um, I think that... Uh, uh, Scion, you know, is that's they, they created it as a youth brand, and one of the, one of the uh, I guess intelligent things to me is that they have uh, each car each car they release has one price. They don't have um, options, uh, so that except as I'm looking at this article right now about the IIA, it says a full raft of dealer installed accessories will be available too. So apparently that's that Scion brand representative that I spent four hours talking to. Uh, either they have not committed to that or they've changed, just changed. But there are I, options though. Yeah, so I've, I guess I guess that's that wasn't true what he told me. Because uh, I got in a Scion TC that had a six-speed manual. There's one with an automatic, and one of them did not have the sunroof, which I kind of like the sunroof in the TC, and it's a coupe that has a lot of uh, legroom in the back for some reason, and it's like a split uh, um, sunroof that has, you know, like, they're not symmetrical. Like, the front sunroof is, like, significantly larger than the back one, and there's two different... Anyway, it was kind of cool. Yeah, my niece has a TC, and um, I mean, I think that like it's for some youth, it may have some intelligence in it. Uh, but I would always say take that um money and instead buy something used that isn't explicitly bland, because that's the thing about Scion is like just get a Corolla. Don't buy a don't buy a stripped down Corolla. <laughs> just buy a Corolla. That being said, I like the TC that my niece has. It's spacious. It's simple. It's um, just a little bit. The design is just, you know, just a little bit funky. Uh, it's got a lot of space. I already said that. Good Lord. Um, I want this car. It uh, the only the only thing is it's quite loud. Oh, my. have you seen this car? Oh, my. It's a little bubble that can pivot. I think I've seen this demonstrated. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember the Pivo. I like it. I think it's cute, and I saw the interior on the design thing, and, like, the pedals are, like, 
a big plus sign and a big minus sign in this steering wheel. And everything's really bulky and pink. That's amazing. I mean, I can see... Th- uh, I guess I, I wouldn't object to a future where there are a bunch of cars like this roaming around probably not with drivers and probably not owned privately (laughs) that's the uh, thing though the nissan pivo 3 that they announced it can park itself with your smartphone wow or at least i read that i mean i know the the new um uh god i i'm blanking the new bmw or is it the new yeah the new bmw we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. Is it the 6 Series? No, it's the 7 Series. The new 7 Series. That's right. I was trying, I was desperately trying to figure out which, what the car, uh, BMW makes in that segment is called. I don't know why. But, um, that being said, okay, one more quick story. Uh, 7 Series came up, up to the gas station, um, and had Iowa plates a few days ago. And, uh, the dude, like, and I went into the bathroom at the same time and I mentioned his 7 Series and he just looked, he looked terrified. Like this guy just had a look of terror on his face and I'm not sure why. It might have been because of my hair. I wouldn't be surprised because I had a pseudo man bun happening without the bun. Um, but, uh, eventually, oh God, he eventually said thanks. Thank you, Thomas Edison. No. Thank you for working no. at Thank Pixar. You. All right. Well, when, uh, old Pixar franchises start to get brought up. That means it's time to end Drycast. So this has been episode 33. It's doubtful that you're still listening, but you know, I guess it's good that we've embarked upon a hair down wild episode. To, uh... Wow. Wow. Now that is an upper class white comedy vortex right there. Um, so. That's quite terrifying, isn't it? That's it's it's quite a noise that you've just made. Uh, okay, well, thank you, Thomas Edison, for uh, bringing um, '90s upper class white comedy to us. Thank you to Colin P and to BMW, of course, for appearing on the uh, on the show and Dyslexia uh, filling our uh, the obligatory uh, cynical European man every podcast. And, and don't forget Peb. Yeah, and and he rest. Yeah, see, we had a. I almost pulled it off, this, this this reunion that I wanted to have this episode. It just was spread out. But he live correspondence from the laundry room. Glad we got that. Um, nobody said a proper goodbye, though, so. Thanks for having me, and goodbye. Always come back. Come back every episode. Oh, no, the hentai hell. It sounds like things aren't too well over there, man. But uh, so this has been episode 33 of Drycast. You can find me on Twitter at Asphalt Apostle. You can talk to us on Twitter using the hashtag Drycast. You can visit us on the web at drywall.ws or more specifically drywall.ws slash Drycast. If you have something that's about the show, if you give us feedback about uh, our this, this hell that we've created here, this um, purgatory that we live in, uh, you can send that feedback to david at drywall.ws and please... Leave us a rating on iTunes. If you've been listening via the website instead of iTunes, I would recommend iTunes or something like it because it's a lot more convenient. Uh, and the RSS feed should work, though the iTunes link on the website does not. We're making a movie. It's called Children of the Corner 30. You can uh, check that out by visiting.
visiting trywall.ws slash children30. This has been episode 33. Thank you to everyone involved. Uh, good morning. And, 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 and good bada, night. Bada bing, bada boom, and goodbye. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri.